Hello! Welcome to the Comedian of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Dunsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Don Strowman, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. Well, do I have another one? I mean, throw me one. I'm losing one. Throw me a bone. Donnie Baseball? Donnie Baseball. Wait, that's, Don, that's Don Mattingly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, 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 that's right. right, right, right. Oh, scratch it. I need one more. Uh, Don, Don Podcast? Don Podcast, <laughs> a.k.a. the modern day Goof <laughs> Coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba wee, gabba wee. Yeah, yeah, the girl, she's mine. And uh, <laughs> Damn, she's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy hot wrestling reactions. You guys feel the heat? It's hot. You guys feel the heat? It's a hot day. That's that SummerSlam heat coming at you, baby. 100 plus degrees burning your skin because we're getting into it. I think it's the lamp in the recording studio. It might be the lamp. It's the lamp behind you. It Travis. might be the lamp. Hey, so let me introduce welcome. my guest before we get into it. Thank you. Hey, props to Sarah in the booth for giving us a lamp. She didn't want us to be stuck with regular old fluorescence. And we all we rejected the lamp, and she insisted. She That's brought right. it in anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sarah, the lamp engineer. One thing I could tell you is that when you're working in an audio medium, it's very the lighting is key. I'm blind, so actually that's why I'm so good on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, to my left, we have returning guest. He's been gone for a while out in the business world, trading stocks, ups and downs, NASDAQs, the Philadelphia Stock Exchange, you know it, Mr. Arlen Marmel. Yeah, I've been very busy on the Philadelphia Stock Exchange. We've been trading uh, cream cheese, uh, cheese futures, uh, steak futures, uh, hoagie futures, racism, racism futures, Rocky sequel futures, hoagie shops, hoagie shop futures. For sure. Spins. 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 To his left, to my front, Mr. King of the Custom Intro. You know this guy. Jason Shabiro. I'm here. Oh, for his last week as co-host of the show. That's true. Howdy do. Did he piss you off? I hope so. You guys are all children. He's been healing off on the Facebook page. All right, look, before we get into all of the spicy, spicy action and we give our SummerSlam predictions and reactions and everything, this is the this is Fastlane. This is the last stop on the road to the Comedians of Wrestling SummerSlam-tacular this Saturday night at midnight at Caveat Theater. Still a couple tickets left at caveat.nyc. You can get your tickets. Dolph Ziggler is on the show, the current Intercontinental Champion, who on this podcast this week said that he will be bringing the title. The Intercontinental Strap will be at this show. Maybe he'll get to touch it. I don't know. Maybe you get to lick it. Probably, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. That'd be that'd be an aggressive maneuver, and you might get super kicked. So that you can get your tickets for that. It's gonna be an awesome. It's gonna be a, a really awesome show. Uh, yeah, sweet. 
What? Did you know that uh, they have two straps? Every champion has yeah. two straps. One, they give them, and they literally travel with that strap. They carry it. And then they keep one in, like, a workbench, like a craftsman workbench. Same exact one in case they forget it, lose it, something happens. So they have a dupe. But they actually travel with the strap, and they have a backup. I know that because I'm a business guy. Yeah. That anyway. That's the kind of business. inside, inside wow. business info. Uh, if, uh, when we get, we're, we're gonna get you a sound draw. This business inside. <laughs> uh, when we get, when we get a spicy business take like that, uh, that's great. So anyway, you can check that show out. Also announced on the show when Dolph. By the way, Dolph Ziggler. That episode is live. If you want to hear my interview, about an hour and a half. He lets me ask him anything I want. I got to ask him. My favorite thing is to ask him is like, does it piss you off that Roman Reigns gets to wear a vest? And you got to be shirtless every single week on television. And uh, you can hear his answer on that episode, which I, is on the main feed right now, brought to you by our Patreon. It's a, that is a bonus episode that to promote the show I put live on there, but don't get it twisted. That is bonus content. So if you want to support this show, we are grassroots. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. Support the pod. What are you going to say, Chefs? I was going to say, I don't know what his answer was because I haven't listened yet, but guys like that, they don't worry about taking their shirts off. They're, they're pretty cool with running around topless. When, See, you, when you got it flaunted, man, he's a show off. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much. That was pretty much uh, his answer. Oh, man. Uh, oh, wait, he's entering. He's in. No, 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 he's no. not here. He's not here. That is could be possible. So you could check that out. Also, before we get into it, we we gotta we gotta uh, we gotta uh, plug our uh, uh, we gotta plug our uh, sponsor on the show. You guys ready to plug the sponsor? For sure. My best friend, Sheb's third best friend. Third best friend. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Listen, we got an exciting sponsor on this show. Adam Letterman, attorney at law. Adam is the top guy at the law firm Davis, Saperstein, and Solomon, located in New Jersey and New York. Adam was voted a top 40 under 40 lawyer nationally and is certified by the Supreme Court of New Jersey as a civil trial attorney. Okay, now Adam, he specializes in personal injury law. Call this guy if you've been hit by a car, kendo stick, or Elias's guitar. All cow listeners get free legal advice from Adam. That's just another perk of this podcast. You could simply message Adam and Letterman, L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N, Letterman, on Facebook, Adam is in the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group. He posts he is a jabroniac. So He's you can just hit him up right on there. True lettermania. Absolutely. Guys, unlike Brock Lesnar, Adam will show up and be your legal champion. <laughs> what a tremendous read. <laughs> it's great. Uh, let's ask Letterman. Was that my best read so far? I think it was. Well, a couple times you didn't do it at all. So yeah. <laughs> Those were step in the right good. direction. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, cheers uh, up to Adam Letterman. Yeah, cheers up, cheers up. My best friend, Sheb's third best friend. Yeah, you already, absolutely. you already said that. I just want everyone to know the stats. Okay, are you guys ready to get into it? I actually have some breaking news before we get into wow, it. Wow, well, oh I guess God. hit us with the breaking news. Major, I have no like, clue if this is more important than the stuff I have planned, but all right. I mean, it's breaking news, so it's more important. The news broke. I'll tell you something. It's very important on a podcast that comes out later to do breaking news. Well, it's breaking right now. As we sit here, I just got an alert on my phone. Okay. But when you're listening to this, it's probably going to be already broken news. I, I actually think it's... The news is so unimportant that it will be breaking news for all the listeners. <laughs> no one's going to find out about until tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, okay. that's exactly right. Love it. All right, what's the news? Yeah, I'm ready to hear. A major WWE figure has died. 
Um, okay, that's you don't call it death breaking news. This is not, not Jim the Anvil Nightheart. This is not Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Rest in peace, Jim the Anvil. Nightheart. He's been dead for forty eight hours. His his corpse is he's it's dealing cold. with rigor mortis. He's in the ground. He's cold. He's in the ground. Aretha Franklin has died. Aretha really? Franklin. Has died. Aretha Franklin oh. has died. WrestleMania three yeah. and twenty three, I believe. Wow. Yeah, Aretha oh, Franklin. Big, that's big America news. America. The I'd, well, it is very big news. Yeah, well, let's show her some respect by doing the best podcast we can today. She's probably a future Hall of Fame inductee alongside our current president. <laughs> yes. It's a, that's a very important wing of the Hall of Fame. Let's move on before we make it well, a joke. I just, we don't joke. I just want to – it's not a joke. We all yeah. love Aretha Franklin. We'll miss Great. her. Tremendous uh, talent. Uh, America the Beautiful. A beautiful song. Do we think she will be a first ballot Hall of Famer in the WWE Hall of Fame? Has there ever been anyone that had to wait till the second ballot? I don't even know what that term means. I gotta be honest. I know what well, first okay, so like, means. so To in the NFL Hall of Fame, yeah, he, his first opportunity he didn't get it. His right. second opportunity he didn't get what, it. When's his the third, opportunity? When does your opportunity? Basically, you arise? have an eligibility like seven years after your playing career has ended or something along so those something lines. So something like that. Yeah. So what's your first ballot for being in the WWE? Some guys are no, inducted they, while they're well, still there's, wrestling. Yeah, there is no. That's what I'm saying. There's so I guess nothing. my question is next year. Will Aretha Franklin be inducted? Here's what we need to know. Did anyone ever say to Vince, "Hey, I think Aretha should be in the Hall of Fame," and Vince went, "No." She's not dead yet, damn it. <laughs> now that she's dead, she's dead now, I think this is going to be her big opportunity. I think so, too. Well, that was good. Bra- I feel that the news has been woken. That is some woken America news. the Beautiful. Waking WrestleMania news. 3, WrestleMania 23. Okay, Aretha yeah. Franklin, may she rest in peace. We miss so you. rest in peace to Aretha Franklin and Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Um, I hope they're dancing in heaven together right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so... We got SummerSlam. Where these were our go home shows for SummerSlam for for Raw and uh, SmackDown. Um, and so for, I, I think the first thing to mention is Renee on commentary, which sure. is, uh, maybe not, you know there's a lot of big things, but uh, there's a lot of talk on the comedians wrestling Facebook page. Uh, talk about wrestling four in the morning under his eye, uh, and I don't I don't think it's even like relevant to be like how did she do blah blah blah. Like for me, I think it's more. I know Renee's a great talent. She's gonna clearly get good at that if they'll keep her in that spot, and I think it's cool to have her there. You know, I like having. I I think it's cool to have a female uh, voice on the on the announce table. You never, you know, it's, it's great to have that perspective. But why it should you, be there? But why are you blushing and stuttering while you say it? Oh, because. Dan gets very uncomfortable around social issues. Uh, he doesn't want to offend anyone about yeah. anything. I think we'd all agree it's good that the woman was on the announce team. Uh, look, I, I'm going to come from a different angle. Great. I, I'd love to hear the other side of this. It's stupid that in 2018 we still talk about this. Sure. Stuff. That, that yeah. Renee being on commentary is a big deal. Like, she's awesome. That whole announce table is a bunch of idiots. They should be replaced well, by three Renees. My my point was mainly that well, I like Corey Graves. My, my, my point was just that like, I like Corey. I think Graves. people I find are him just hard quick. What I'm saying is that that's a very specific school uh, uh, skill, commentating, right? Like I've had done it for the comedy. So you're wrestling. saying women don't have that skill? That's not at all what I'm saying. Uh, that's how I interpret it. Okay, yeah. Well, Me and all the listeners interpreted it that <laughs> every way. Every one of the listeners. <laughs> that's how uh, I took it. It's a very specific. So I doubt anyone's gonna be amazing at it right away. And I thought she was good. I thought she was serviceable. I thought there were spots where like Cole was like kind of stepping over her, taking those moments because he's got more uh, experience and that's his role. And but also because he's a fucking gonna, asshole. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Is he? Is he? He takes shirtless flex pics. You know. He's yeah, a, yeah. He's, but he's I don't know him as a personality. Is he like? It's probably. An is asshole. he known for step over commentating? 
I uh, look as a guy who's been bullied and then became a bully. I can tell you that the Rock used to pick on Michael Cole, and now he thinks it's cool to pick on other people. Uh, I recognize yeah. that in other people. Yeah, but that's I just the think, only honest thing I've ever heard Sheb say we, about his own character. The only thing I was thinking about was like, do we lose Renee in those backstage? Like, I thought, oh yeah, she like, is a little too big for that. I mean, she is. Yeah, there's like she, Charlie Caruso doing right, that shit. Right, like, right, right. We could have they her swap people in and out every week because yeah. she was also hosting like you know the the talkback shows after the actual shows. Like, she's a bigger talent. Also, to your point, Dan, and you about- can still be an announcer, and I'm just saying you can still be an announcer and still do like that Heyman segment, like, right? Oh, that's that, for was, sure. That's right. an important segment. Graves does stuff like just that. standing right. backstage yeah. with a mic. That's no. what I was thinking. Is like, do we do we need her for those other floating roles? You know, like do we need her more as like a Mean Gene? Uh, but I think uh, she could do both. Mean Gene had a very a special skill. Did you ever notice Mean Gene's skill of holding his arm in any position to get the <laughs> microphone to be like? If you look back at those videos, he would go under like uh, Mach's arm. Yeah. And like hold the microphone in a very awkward position as he like rotated, he had yeah. a, he had a gift. And I gotta tell you, it's not. I mean, if you hold a mic for yourself, not that hard. If you hold a mic for a guy who's two feet taller than you, and hold, just try try it at home. Hold your hand up high like the Statue of Liberty. See how long you could do it. If you could last a whole Ultimate Warrior promo, then you could be Mean Gene. But most of you can't do it. My whole life is holding mics for guys two feet taller than me. Okay, so let's. So here's <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna bring up the segment. I'm gonna bring up the <clears> segment uh, that happened on the Go Home Show. Yeah. Um, and then you, we then we can talk about the match and how you'd want it fantasy booked and, um, and uh, you know, and uh, your predictions for it. What what might what you think will happen? Which will be whatever the opposite of you want. That is what will happen sometimes. Yeah. Um, cool. So Ronda Rousey opens Raw and she gave that promo about. Um, Jim the Anvil Neidhart dying. Uh, it was like her message to Natty. Which, by the way, first off, kind of confused me because I was like, are they actually close? I, I, I actually don't know that. I think Natty actually helps train her to be a wrestler. Like, Kurt Angle and Natty truly, in right. re- kayfabe and in real life, are instrumental in her wrestling training. I didn't I didn't know that. So well, as the host like, wow. of a, How would of a podcast with hundreds of thousands of listeners, yeah. you should know. Well, I mean, I, but I how would that, you know that? Yeah, how I, did you? I know all sorts of shit. No, 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 no. You the claim clip, to know all sorts of shit. Most of it you don't know. Training with Natty? I've never seen that. I've seen, every time I see let her me, training. Let me just say something about kayfabe versus real life. Yeah. Let's say I've seen clips of her training <laughs> with Natty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that mean that it's real and not kayfabe? Yeah. But I've you seen, also haven't seen them, and you're saying it with such authority. I've seen the clips, and I have authority. All right, guys, guys. Shanti. 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 Yeah. Okay. I do <laughs> yoga on Saturday, so that's good. Do you say Shanti? Is that your mantra? We actually, we <laughs> sing. We sing about a bunch of stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. And at the... At like wait, end, wait, give me a give me a, give me a taste. Like like Wonderwall. Like what do you sing? Yeah, what do you no, sing? No, 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 no. Wonderwall. Get, there there are these say. like it's like a lot of Indian stuff that we sing. Like, oh my! It's God. chanting. Let me ask you a question: Are the people wait, leading? Wait. Are the are the men ha, or women? Like, Hanuman, Hanuman, like stuff uh, like that. You guys wouldn't like get it. it. You're let, not me ask, let me ask you a question: wait, What's Hanuman? It's some word in in Indian language. It's a bunch of spiritual stuff. Let me ask you a question: The person who leads the Hanuman chants are they white or Indian? Oh, I've never, I've never been to an Indian teacher in San Francisco in three years. Then I'm going to call that appropriation. Yeah, no question. Yoga's been appropriated. <laughs> what is that? A hot take? No, I'm just saying, <laughs> yoga is compromised. You heard yeah. it here first, guys. No more yoga is officially out. <laughs> guys, <laughs> yoga's been appropriated. Everyone's pissed. <laughs> Everyone is. I'm just saying, there's different between doing yoga and like you, leading Indian chants. You know what else? Hot take has been appropriated. What? Uh, Dreamcatcher tattoos. The Native Americans, we stole it from yeah. them, guys. Yeah, They're and also that? that we appropriated the land. 
That's true. Is, dream, that? is, a, is a dream cut? <laughs> I think that's it's a definitely. Uh, okay, so Rousey cuts his promo. I thought, like, uh, I don't know why we're getting into all these progressive issues today. Uh, see I'm how here. many white straight guys we can have on microphone. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are uh, we white straight guys or are we white straight allies? Don't label Absolutely. me. I'm, I'm non-binary. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay, you're not important. But I think so. Jimmy, she had a thing. She, she was, like, gave this promo about fathers. Yeah. Like, the role of the father in well, a family. So she has a very it's, interesting relationship with her father. Well... She wasn't talking about her father. But it, she was uh, like, guys, this is what fathers do. Right. And I, I, I know, not to be like a like a bleeding heart liberal, mm-hmm. but there was a part of me, it's like, that's not how every family structure is. Right. She was like, our fathers protect us, blah, blah, blah. And I think about all the fathers who don't stick around for their kids. Right. And then the mom stays there. I think it should be like, our parents. I, I, I don't know. That, that was maybe the most like... Liberal, I felt like yeah. in the moment where I was like, "What do you like this? This is like this is like stock. It's like stock, and you're talking about a guy who like actually died. Just make it more personal. Talk about your father, what your father meant to you. And uh, anyway, I don't know. It, it seemed weird. I had a different concern when they ended the promo celebrating Jim the Anvil Nightheart's life. Yeah, I believe the last thing they said was, "And he will forever be remembered for his iconic goatee." And they say that and laugh. They said they 100. They said goatee and laugh. Yeah, they did say and laugh. His goatee and his laugh. I'm like, that's yeah. what you guys came up with. Like, yeah. His iconic goatee and laugh. Well, I well, let, that's me, the let, best let, you can let do. me ask you another question. Yeah. What do you remember him for? His bulbous, his stomach. That, well, that his I, stomach. I think that'd be way worse. Like, and he will always be remembered for his bulbous stomach. <laughs> I mean, his stomach was unusual to say. He's a big guy. He looked awesome. Right. He looked great. He looked like an anvil. Coolest. Dude, like the most manliest, like classic masculine guy yeah. to like rock pink like that. Like, sure. like that guy is rocking pink spandex. And yeah. I always, as a kid, thought he looked fucking awesome. He pulled it off. He also looked like an anvil, and I always appreciated that. Yeah, he had like the flat top and the you pointed got beard. Like it made sense to back me. Back when the back when things made sense. Yeah, you were yeah. a dentist. Yeah. You were a dentist. Simpler right. times. But everything Bret Hart ever did is tainted for me now. That's crazy. I hate him. That's insane. I loved him. He was my favorite guy of all time. And I just, he and I, we, we don't get along right now. Well, That's Brett, look, you say you screwed Brett. In, Brett a, screwed a, Brett. A fan in Arland. Wait, I want to, I want to, I actually, oh, all right. Should I not hop on this father thing? Uh, I don't really give it, like, it doesn't strike a chord with me. Okay. But I understand what you're saying. Because I feel like you didn't, he, you didn't hear it. No, I heard it. She was saying our fathers protect us. It's sort of like a very, um, uh, uh, archaic. It's, specific. it's archaic and specific. It seems like mothers can yeah. protect us too. She could have used parents, but Jim was a father, so she was using fathers. But she wasn't talking about Jim. But right. she was talking about Jim. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Right, it, I, it, I actually just thought it was like you could, and also I thought it was weird. It's like just I, I wanted them to ring the bell. You know, what yeah, I mean? they should like, have done that. Everyone wanna, come like, out. Want, yeah, like this is a big yeah, star. That's, that's the thing that bothered me is that they didn't do the traditional. Everyone in the locker room comes out. You ring the bell. You play a photo, uh, a video montage package. Right. I love Ronda. I didn't need that out of Ronda. I could have just done a normal Neidhart promo uh, tribute. I like that she came out and said something about her friend's dad. I thought no, that was I sweet. I thought that's really cool. But I, I thought she, it could have been more. Uh, I would have liked something as personal instead of like some kind of. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, it was uh, it was very weird. I thought she I did a good job though. Like I thought as she did a great job promo wise, like mic skills wise. Like she's she she nailed it here. We have to face the fact that 
Okay, good okay, stuff. great, yep. good. Okay, we basically got the gist of it, but you see what, you see what I mean, right? Yeah, but do you know it, what it her did, father's situation is? Yes, I do know her father's situation. I actually situation. don't. I, don't I know, know exactly what her father's situation is. I know her dad's not really around, right? Her, I will tell you her father's yeah. situation. Uh, her father... Rodney Ro- Rousey. <laughs> hot Ronda, hot <laughs> Rod- Roderick Rousey. Oh, his name was Rodney, Ronald. Rodney, Ronald Rousey. Ronald, Rodney, Rodney, hot hot Roderick Cold Ronald Rousey. All right. Look, guys, here's what happened. Basically, Rhonda didn't speak till she was about... Five, six, seven. She could not talk. People thought she was dumb, right? The, uh, school teachers, they, they thought there was something wrong with her developmentally. And her father would always say, I know that you're smart. I know you're great. I know you're going to show them. I know you're going to make it. Well, hot Rodney Rousey would never discourage his daughter. That's right. Thing so I know about the whole world, when she yeah. was young, people thought there was something wrong with her. She, for whatever reason, ver- late verbally, and people thought that there was something wrong with this child. And he would always encourage her and was very you know, supportive, like any father would be. He wound up uh, getting into a sledding accident and becoming a quadriplegic. Oh, so, like, he wow. sled downhill, uh, injured himself, and then couldn't take care of himself for years. I think he lived like that for maybe two to four years and then committed suicide because he couldn't take uh, living like yeah, that. Yeah, I did know this. So her relationship with her father, like, to her, her father was this amazing force of, uh, of comfort, support, encouragement, and protection until he couldn't be anymore. Right. And then he took his own life. And it's very emotional and sensitive for her, which is why I don't mind that she cuts a promo right, talking about the great insight from Jason Shapiro. Right, that was a great job. I'm fully changing my opinion for on sure. this. Great. Has I'm that not... ever happened? Is it okay to just um, change your opinion? That's what my big thing always. I'm like, why are people so like, all right, here's how I felt about this thing. Now we talked it out. Yeah, that's enough for me. That I think we, we need more of that in America. Let this podcast be. A, a bastion and a symbol of what America should be doing. We need a dialogue in this country. Yeah, as much as I hate Shabs, I was willing to take my opinion and. Do you really hate me for though? the truth? Aren't you not my best friend? Yeah, no. I, Did I, I not get I the, be, be, the, the best man <laughs> speech at your wedding? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This, it was this great. This subject's gonna get very complicated great. fast. Okay, yeah, that's good. No, no, it's all good. Uh, all right, look, we gotta move on for wrestling. So Alexa, uh, Alexa cut a promo right after that. She got a gr- uh, obvi- no surprise great promo by Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Specifically, she found the game of making fun of Ronda's mean face. Yeah. Uh, Grrr. Oh, she's so, she's so good. And also the thing, Alexa is so expressive like she's yeah. such a natural actress like yeah, i think she overacts a little yeah. bit like she's a great she'd be a great well, I don't stage mean actress. natural where i'm like it could be right, on a good film well she, i, I would she naturally like the other wrestlers a lot of them she's, like, don't lapping, tap into she's it. lapping them lapping she's, she's, them she's, right. she's head and shoulders better than all of them right the thing about her though is i would say she's more of a stage actor than a screen actor because there's not a lot of nuance to her facial expression they're big she's big express they're perfect uh you know uh, yeah, the, like the perfect expression for the moment, but it's like a, it's not subtle. It's yeah. very big, and she's really good at it. She's and she's great at being yeah. condescending. No, no, it's yeah, it's too big for film, but uh, right. yeah, but amazing. Like uh, she, uh, she could be a great stand-up. <laughs> yeah, she'd be a great stand-up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that that whole thing, like of the girl, I thought that was really great. Also, she had one rant where she was just like tearing into. It was basically like the greatest hits of my Ronda digs. Yeah, you know, she was yeah. just. I said like, you're a, like a uh, uh, privileged brat, overhyped rookie, yeah. and like it, the rhythm of it is like bop, bop, yeah. bop, bop, and it moves with her body. Like it's just she's, she's a, a consummate, she's great. consummate uh, promo woman. She, like she could do great. Can you promo imagine work. if she could like. Really <laughs> wrestle if she no. can work. No, I, I can't imagine it. She has a very strong command of language as well. Like a subtle observation that I have is is she uses really good vocabulary. Yeah, she has very strong vocabulary. Yeah. and she doesn't 
reach for words. She's very fluid when she speaks. Yeah. So she's seemingly she's clearly talking, you know, off the cuff, but obviously she's given point story points to hit, but she just does it better than anyone else. Right. And it's so yeah. funny, like in a world where like half of these people are muscle bound dumb dumb. In a world. In a world. Yeah. She is, you know, you wouldn't know that she started as like a bodybuilder and just has this verbal gift also. I don't know that she started as a bodybuilder. She I did. believe she was a cheerleader. She was a, a her gimmick was a cheerleader. She was uh she was yeah, she did competitive uh fitness competition. She was in the Arnold Classic. I see. She I did like what Filson would do. Yeah. Like that stuff. I have an Arnold Classic tank top. I don't yeah. know if that what that counts for. Oh, that that actually changes everything. Yeah, yeah. That cha- <laughs> I take back what I said about Ronda Rousey earlier. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That changes the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a different father. That was not that was not true. Uh, Her father was Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> no, hot Rodney Rousey. Listen, I don't game plan, I improvise. <laughs> and I'm gonna improvise her arm off. <laughs> okay, a classic improv <laughs> lesson from Ronda Rousey how here many, at UCB Comedy Studio. Now that we're in the UCB theater, can I ask you just an improv question? How often do you improvise someone's arm off when you're on stage? <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> I have done it before. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible gift. Not everyone has it. You got to make it the the 301 class to improvise someone's arm off. Absolutely. When I when I was doing improv, like I used to like take people's arms off completely before Ronda came on the scene. Sure. Yeah. I was improvising people's arms off completely wrong i was bending it the wrong way now i give a full perfect maneuver uh with a uh, uh, arm bar when i yeah. improvise an arm off all right a, let's there, talk we wait, should right. probably move on for time yeah right? so I mean, okay we, we covered Ronda segment Rousey, one of raw and Ronda it's been Rousey half an hour up all those security guards they were big we all saw it coming but it was fun this time i felt like she was it felt a little uh like more choreographed than normal like she, yeah. normally it looks like she's like like she's like actually like she is hurting those guys those judo flips like uh, I, I would not want to take those, but there was a thing where it was like the punches didn't look like they were actually like landing. Right, right. Uh, uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, cool. So that match, Alexa versus Ronda. What do you think happens? What do you want to happen? Um, I think. Does, Ronda, where is this on the card? Uh, that's what I was thinking about earlier. Like, where is this on the card? It would have to be pretty high. Is there the any chance they main event with it? No. No. Zero. No. no. Not when there's zero. zero. Not, not when there's when like Brock, Brock Roman. Yeah, you know. Um. They they might even open with this because it's such a huge match. Yeah, um, but they probably won't. It'll probably be closer yeah. to the, the IC top match. Of could open this yeah. show too. It'll probably be more towards the you know the main event world. Yeah. Um, I think Ronda wins. I think they start gearing up towards hers champ to a big WrestleMania moment with Ronda. Yeah. Here's my question about Ronda winning. She yeah. still doesn't have mic command, and there isn't someone with her at this point that is like. Do you think she's capable? Forget about the her stardom and the fact that she can work in the ring, but is she really capable? I, I think she's good without... enough on the mic right now to be the champion. You do, yeah. okay. Especially if you want to. I mean, you can compare it to other superstars, but if you compare it to the women's division, uh, like uh, th- there's only Alexa and Charlotte, Carmella. Carmella. Charlotte. No, Charlotte, on the microphone. Charlotte could talk. I think she's just okay as on the mic. Yeah, I'm good with Charlotte on the mic. Charlotte's yeah, she's better, not bad. Better but than yeah, I don't know. I mean, but she, I'm saying she can hang. Down. She can hang with the top sticks in her division. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Ronda's, you know, mm, she's not. There's Alexa, and then there's another tier. Yeah. I wouldn't well, say Alexa, top. It's yeah. Alexa. Wow, I put Carmella up there. I Alexa's mean, head and shoulders better than Carmella. Better. Carmella's yes. head and shoulders better than everyone right, else. So maybe yeah. there's a third tier that they're in. There's a third okay. tier. Who do you think wins this match? 
I mean, I, I I would love to see Alexa retain, but I, I think yeah. it's Ronda. That's what I want to see Alexa retain. I think it would be Do fun to see Alexa Do you think they milk this feud? The only way I could see it keep right, going if is they if they want, they're like, they want this feud to keep going. I think a lot of these feuds are going to keep going. I think the only one that's ended is Reigns. I Lesnar. think it would be hard right. for Ronda to not uh, be in a feud with, with a counterpart that can carry the mic more. Like, I, I think this works incredibly well because of everything we just said about Alexa on the mic. I think it would be a lot harder if Ronda is in a program with someone that, like, can't do mic work. Right. I'll do you one better than that. I'll do it, you solid. It's crazy to think of Alexa. Imagine her feuding with anyone not for the belt. Like, she's such a main eventer that, like, I can't imagine if Ronda wins the belt and they put her in a program with anyone well, else other than Alexa. that's why we all wanted Alexa. her to have the case. Yeah. That's why everyone was like, she's the, actually, even though she just had the belt and she's, like, already over, right. she is actually the best candidate for the case because... Right. Like if you're, she's not gonna have the belt, holding that case makes her like you know right. dope still. Yeah, she's she's main event status. Anyway, it's, I think Ronda wins the belt. Yeah, I, 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 I think don't so see, too. I think that they're just gonna be like, let's just throw it on her and let's keep it on her until she wants to leave. Yeah, I think right? I think if if we do if we're living in a world where we think Brock Lesnar is leaving the company, right? Then they it's it do be, we if if I think a lot of people out there would believe that this is Brock's uh, belt losing pay per view. That's the, I would say, the popular narrative. I don't know how I feel about it just yet. But if we're living in a world where Brock is leaving, it behooves the company to have some big MMA star champion, some legitimate fighter holding a title belt. Not to mention, look at Brock. He was able to wrestle like four times this whole year. He was on Raw maybe ten times the whole year. Like, Ronda could pull that routine easy already. She's at the status where she could do that. So, if she's gone with the belt, also with the women's division, I don't think it hurts to have, uh, I don't think it hurts to have, uh, like uh, the belt kind of go away for a little bit, like sure. you know, yeah. Uh, it's let, let's b- build up some of the other women so that they feel like credible uh, uh, threats against her, but instead of just like she has to have a match, so we'll throw her in this feud. I mean, I could see Ronda having the belt, then having one of those nonsense feuds with like another threat. I guess Nia. But or so they wanted to win the belt at Evolution. That's the question. Oh, that's a question. Yeah, that's all Coliseum. Shebs will definitely. I'll be definitely there. be there. It's my hometown stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's a. Gr- I didn't even consider that. Yeah. That's very astute. That's sharp. Yeah. I can see why you're a professional. Absolutely. Wrestling broadcaster. And that you have great fashion sense. What does this do? And what does this do? But they might wait to make Evolution a huge deal by having Ronda win the belt there. I'm now switching my theory. I think Alexa retains, and they milk this until Change Evolution. of opinion. People can change their opinion. Absolutely. You took that old opinion, and you... I did. Okay, I'd love great. to see Let's Alexa retain. Dean Ambrose, back in the mix. Jeans Ambrose is yeah. here, and he was... Well, those wore jeans, right? They were like a grayish. That's jean. that's where we want to start by <laughs> talking about the jeans. You Wait, know, how many other podcasts are going to talk about how he's jacked and has a beard and no eyebrows? They're going to say that we're going right down to the pants. Were those jeans? I think that those were in. in they almost seemed like a jegging, like a gray yeah. jegging. They did. They looked better than his normal jeans. They you know what he looked like? A little bit like more couture. He was he, wearing the Chuck Norris uh, roundhouse kick. You jeans. know, in Ninja Turtles uh, two, Secret of the Use, I yeah. believe. Yeah. When Bebop and Rocksteady, or even Shredder at the end, when they come back from Sheamus? getting it's oozed not, up. It's not Bebop and Rocksteady. It's, it's Toka, Toka, Toka and Razor. Thank you. Oh, it's Acom and Razor. Acom and Razor. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know when they come back from like getting oozed up? Yeah. That's what I felt like Dean Ambrose. Like he fell in some ooze and he came back just like exploding out of his jeans. Yeah. Exploding out of his shirt. Yeah. Totally different hairdo. It felt very. Uh, so you think he got oozed up? You I think, think he got you oozed up. Think someone bukkakied him in the back. Yeah, he definitely know. got bukkakied. You'd heard it here second. <laughs> Okay, so well, Dean Ambrose is back. What'd you guys? What'd you guys think? Were you psyched to see him? What did you think? This was a cool way to debut Dean Ambrose. 
Give me your, your opinions. Gabba, gabba wee. I think you know that no one in this room is ever psyched to see Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I don't, why are you asking a question? I, I hate Dean Ambrose. I think he's a, a, a marginal talent at best and one of the weakest people they ever put the strap on in the history of the title. I think he's one of the, the worst candidates to be a champion. However, in the limited you know, screen time we saw of Dean, he did nothing wrong, mediocre, or subpar. I would dare I say this is the best Dean Ambrose performance I've ever seen. He just said nothing, came out, and got a pop. Give it a little dirty deeds. Yeah, uh, which is a weak finisher, um, and he doesn't perform it your well. Your top guy, Foley. Foley's not my top guy, yeah. but Foley also did the mandible claw and also had a lot of other gimmicks going on. He wasn't known for – I mean, that was his signature, his finisher, but, like, come on. Yeah, but uh, Arlen, I mean, I'm, I know what you want to talk about. You know what I want to talk about. Hair, talk hair about take. Hair, hair <laughs> take. <laughs> okay, Arlen, a resident bald guy. Yeah. Do you think the follicle wizard? There's a very there's a very short list of men, yeah, that are losing their hair, and shave their head, but look better with the wisps. Yeah. Do you put Dean Ambrose in that category? The wisp. Um. The will of the wisp. I, I do not. I think he looks, you think better, he looks better. He with has this that shape. island. I'm not balding in that. In it's that the, I call, no, 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 no. That's called a Kiefer Sutherland. Oh yeah, he's got a Kiefer. He's yeah, got a Kiefer. He's got a Kiefer. He's that Kiefer. A Kiefer. <laughs> yeah, that keeper is a keeper. Did you think the keeper is a keeper? I like this kind of like foppish hair. That was one thing I kind of dug about Dean Ambrose. I, I think it worked. I don't think it worked. I thought it's, that it was like a very unique haircut for a champion. Because well, it's a bad haircut for a champion. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a good haircut. It's a he terrible also, haircut. He like he's crazy. He kind of like fell on his eyes. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. I don't need him to be a crazy guy with a shitty haircut. I could just be like a badass guy. Well, I, I was very vocal on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page four in the morning under his eye. Uh, I said that he should get an HT. He was all for ten months. Right. Get a little transplant. Well, you know my, deal? you know my view. What? They should, they should have a doctor on staff. They should. And every time you wrap up a match, because you get your hair pulled a lot in a match, the guy who pumps they, should, they, they, they have to pump a HT. few extra follicles in. Like we're yeah. not talking. About, it's like everyday maintenance. They pop in five follicles, and then over, <laughs> over time, you're looking great. I mean, in pro wrestling, every single person should have Ultimate Warrior very, 1992 hair. Like, it's very hard to be a guy losing your hair in wrestling because you have to keep it wet all the time, which is also the ultimate sin of a guy losing his hair. Right, it thins yeah, you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you got to see the scalp. Very you flare it out. Why wouldn't they keep a doctor? I mean, think of the, you again. Hot business take. Cut, cut amortize, amortize the cost of those follicular implants across every wrestler on the roster. Do you think it's cheaper to keep an HT guy on staff than the pyro? I mean, if you lose the pyro, no, you got to no. have hair transplant. I think the pyro is less expensive than the HT. Hair transplant <laughs> is like a big technology. <laughs> That's not what I expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pyro's simple stuff. A little gunpowder, a little food coloring. I don't know what the fuck they put in there. And the, But the, a hair transplant is a new one. You need to have a specialist. Yeah. You need to have a medical degree. Like... That's expensive stuff. Yo, is it possible I, to get Arlen? You're the hair transplant expert because you looked into a hair transplant, but then decided yeah. to go full stone. Well, you cold. decided you're not a candidate, and um, so you d- you decided you're no, not. No, I, I was told by the doctor I was not a candidate. Um, that, did that hurt? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you would have done. It. I spent five more years faking it, so yeah, it hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took me about five to seven years to come to terms with that diagnosis. In Ten years of dusting. <laughs> yeah. This sharpie. Uh, okay, so. Uh, uh, it's, wait, wait. So my question is: Is it possible to get an HT, okay, hair transplant, that is like a full-on like long hair transplant? Can you get a hair no, transplant? That's give you long hair. Hang on, you, you can get a system that could instantly. Uh, so a system is like a more permanent toupee where they, you know, they glue it on. Yeah. It's basically like what Travolta well, Jason has. Alexander said he had a system. No, no, but Travolta, like, gets gets a system, and it's kind of like law. Nick a, Cage has one. Travolta's looks horrible. Horrible. Always. Well, yeah. he, but he looks horrible in general. Yeah, yeah. A hair transplant, 
you get your normal hair transplanted in, and it starts short, and they have to do it uh, on a shorter length. But then it can grow out over time. And so there are men who have had their hair transplanted right. that have long hair. You just have to grow it back out no, over time. I understand that. You can't but can start with like a ponytail. Can, they can't transplant can they a ponytail. A enough, I know that what it is, they take the hair from the back of your head and they put it into the top. They and harvest you get, hairs. Right. And you, then they right. plant them. This is and a very roundabout them. way of asking for yourself. Me? Yeah. I it's mean, like, I'm, I'm I know a guy. Yeah, I mean, at some point I'm going to get an HT. Uh, but so. Uh, um, we got, two, we got two candidates in the <laughs> Again, I mean, the visual I mean, means of... right from Shem's ass and put it right Yeah, I got plenty of places to harvest <laughs> from. I'm, I'm at no shortage of harvesting fields. Between yeah. the three of us, we have about one head of hair. Oh, uh, that's bullshit. We, me and Dan both have hair. We're just Shem's we're not in their 20s. And, like, locks for love. For, for bald guys? For Arlen? Arlen, I'll tell you what. I will. <laughs> the wings. The wings the and angel the lower wings? back. I got yeah. angel wings and the devil's tail. Shem's could give a guy who's got no hair on his back from whatever surgery happened or whatever health crisis caused him to lose back hair. You could you could give at least six guys back hair. 100% true. But yo, the question is, way, wait, do I have. Who is looking for back hair transplants? Like, who's like, man, There are I, guys. There are guys. Yeah, I don't think there are. Say, say, like, it's the beginning of your intro song. Like, uh, what did you just say? The devil's hair and the... I've got a devil's... I've got angel Haircut. wings and a devil's tail. Okay, say that like it's the beginning of your intro song. Like like the, the shield intro? Like, here comes the pain. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel wings, devil's tail. <laughs> did that be like, your song? And you come out with your shirt off. Backwards. I come out backwards, yeah, like Jericho, yeah, 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 yeah. with no shirt on. My back's not that hairy, guys. Do it again. Do There's it again. people with hairier listen, backs. I've been accused of throwing you under the bus on this subject. I'm gonna bite my tongue. It's I've got, not, not I've got, that hairy. I've got more back hair than you, hairless. You know, whatever you are. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I've got less than other men. The sponsor of the show, Adam Letterman, has got more back hair than I do. Uh, Dan's it dad. Depends when. It depends Dan's when. father has sponsor more back hair than show, I do. I know that we said if you want legal advice, go to Adam Letterman. But also, Absolutely. if you want advice on nairing or he goes to a waxing professional. Arla, and Adam when, does? when he goes on vacation, what he does is he gets his back waxed and then they do a formation on his shoulders. He showed up to his wedding with basically like a drawing on, a on the A beautiful pattern. He had a beautiful they, pattern. They round the shoulders yeah. and they give him a whole formation on All the All right, front. you just heard about our sponsor. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> I think I think he's gonna pull his sponsorship now. His sponsorship. I know that because it's my best friend. Shebs wouldn't know that because it's his it's third, third yeah, best yeah, friend. Obviously. So I'll, that information. What are we didn't talking about? Okay, this is guys. Remember, this is a professional wrestling <laughs> podcast coming at you. So you're saying if they get the follicles put in, you can get. Can you get enough? Da- all right. Can can you can you, all right? Let's, let's take head, me right? for example. My okay. hair has thinned significantly since yeah. I was in my twenties. Yeah. yeah, I think I still have what people would call a full head of hair. Definitely. Yeah, it's just a little, little less than. I right. would, I so would you're call saying it they foolish? Could, okay, foolish. You could take from his sides, give him an HT, and then he could he can get enough coverage to have to go full like a uh, sting stinger. Well, so so okay. <laughs> It, it hurts yeah. when you get the transplant. So most people will do it in sequence. In other words, like to get him to a real full state, he might have to go for a couple of sessions. And it also depends what kind of guy you want to be. Like, do you want to be a 19-year-old or do you want to get to be a 28-year-old? You know, do you want a full setup or do you want just a, a touch-up? Okay. All right, let, let's parlay this into my next question about Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Well, he, so he shaved his eyebrows. Okay. Yeah, Are did, we did, sure? What, yeah, what was going on there? Yeah, I he think shaved it, no, his no, eyebrows. No, 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 no. It's from the ooze. Oh, it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. fell out. Oh, yeah. Well, they were singed off by the ooze, right. the silly of the ooze. Thank God for the protection of the eyebrows, the evolutionary purpose of the eyebrows to protect you from ooze. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, the the eyebrows, like, he shaved them. I didn't know. I was just like, he looks so different. 
And then someone pointed out to me that he shaved his eyebrows. Do you think that? I mean, it's so he's definitely and he's wearing the asylum shirt, so he's sticking with the lunatic. Right. Thing. And, and shaving your eyebrows is like a, a a typical crazy person thing to do. He's also yeah. juiced to the gills. Yeah, he got jacked. Well, he's up. not juiced, but he's jacked. He's no, I don't think he's digging. I don't think he's juicing. Oh, oh, because he was off. You mean? Yeah. Anytime, and, any and he wrestler. came back like significantly more. What? What? He just like went on a fun workout regimen. No, I think he's probably eating. He had like ten months off. He's Look, eating the like standard 30, practice of a wrestler. A day. Yeah, the standard practice of a wrestler is you leave. You juice a little bit, you juice, and then look, you come back, so you take your wellness pause. He was working out before. Well, that, anyway, so the thing is, that, that's why I'm optimistic about Dean Ambrose. You are so naive, Dan. I mean, I'm he's optimi- still going to suck on the mic. He's still going to suck in the ring, but at least he looks cool now. Well, he doesn't suck on the mic. He's good on the mic. Uh, his promos are like the his most His promos juvenile. are not good, but he's good on the microphone. He's got the he most. He is charismatic. He, there is a skill. Like, Dean Ambrose is, I don't like him. I didn't like what he was up to. I did right. not get into that. his whole title run. I wasn't into any of it, but he is, like, a worthy WWE guy. I don't know, man. He's he's like the king of like this like uh, ironic detachment that was cool 15 years ago. Don't like his ironic detachment. It's That's like my it's, it's so dated. Like his promo, like it's he's like the, if you still miss like the angsty Raven team bullshit, Raven derivative. Yeah, he's just a derivative. He's what I say about him is like if Dolph Ziggler's gimmick is he's just like a clear like 90s wrestler guy. You know, like his gimmick, like he looks like a cross between like Shawn Michaels. You know, he just has like this oozes that era of like classic wrestler. Dean Ambrose oozes like he's just like a, his gimmick is like attitude guy. You know, he just looks like a guy from that he era. He has a little bit of machismo right. that I think people probably respond to. That's kind of not as present anymore. He's Where just, are they going with Dean Ambrose? He's just hopefully gonna, he's nowhere. Gonna be, so he's going to be valeting. Uh, <laughs> he's the valet for Seth Rollins. He came back on Raw, which is like interesting that they blew that moment. Maybe they were trying to just hype up SummerSlam. I think they were hyping up SummerSlam. I get the move. I mean, you know. yeah, yeah. I, I, also, not every not every comeback needs to be a run on like pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was cool. I also like it was a great way to end Raw. All I think, sure. especially because SmackDown ended kind of like dull. It was a high spot. There is uh, one thing: the but all I'm three Shield members are face at the current time, and on and, Raw. and are on good terms with each other, and yeah. on Raw. So there's something. Yeah, it'd be strange to put any of them back in the Shield right now. No, but I think like they're going to keep teasing. Like the, obviously they, you well, know, they'll just have each other's back. I always like yeah. when they just have a loose like, "Yo, you need a tag partner tonight." Like obviously it's going to be me because yeah. we do it in that Shield yeah, thing. We're we I like that angle, but like the thought of the Shield existing again, it makes me nauseous because I think Dean Ambrose is such a C talent. Roman Reigns is such a bullshit, annoying talent, yeah. and Seth Rollins is great. So I feel yeah. like it's just like a waste of Seth. Like I'd rather see Seth Rollins be solo than it's hang a, out with those two losers. Seth Rollins. Is the one who loses on being in the shield, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he's that's always, why he left. That's why he left in the first yeah, place. Yeah, it's always been. Yeah, well, we talked about that in another episode. Go back like five or six episodes. I gave a whole art about why I think Seth Rollins is one of their best long-term storytelling. One hundred percent that they've had. Um, and and the burn it down gimmick. I was explaining what the burn it down gimmick means to me. Yes, personally. But they don't really, <laughs> the way he uses it is just like, what's up Arkansas? Time to burn it down. <laughs> but it does have a really cool thing about burning down his old cheating self. Right. But, that's but a, it's the same as the rebuild design. Reuse, yeah. recycle, Reclaim. remix. Yeah. No, because he came back as a heel then. Remember then he, right, he, right, yeah. right, right, right. I know what's going on with Rollins. He's a guy who needs to give himself incentive to keep going to CrossFit every day, and so he just convinces himself that he's rebuilding all the time and he's working towards something. That's right. just gym mentality. I right smartly there. cut out some of my notes here so that I knew I knew we would get so derailed. But I'm saying, Dean Ambrose, what do you think he does? Is he is he going to heel turn? At I mean, is I there, don't. There's a think good chance so. he costs 
Rollins the title and then like joins up with Ziggler and I mean no it, not joins up but he just could go heel and just be like yo fuck you Seth I don't need you he looks super heelish like yeah, his look, look looks very the most heel. interesting thing they, could, thing they could do is have him get into a pure program with Seth and so let Dolph retain the IC let him run with that him and him and uh, you know McIntyre doing good work maybe they make a go at having two belts or something like that yeah that that's never a heel happen. Ambrose seems really valuable to me. yeah and has he ever really been a heel no, no. so I mean I think it's worth pulling the trigger on that um the most interesting th- thing they could ever do with the shield ever again is have like a triple threat for big stakes well yeah yeah that's <laughs> the only interesting thing like and what i mean by that is that, like the <laughs> winner gets to free steak dinner they all get huge porterhouses <laughs> and the guy who gets pinned has to buy them all the big I steaks love that. they have a uh, the uh different steaks cuts in a of shark meat? cage no different yeah. cuts of meat they get, they get to pick your cut of meat yeah big steaks match that's you're, my you're favorite underrating. way the best shit about wrestling is if they had a fucking full-on carving station they at would the top do of the yeah. ramp. No, they need that guy like, who Those are those salt. steaks. Oh, Look salt at that. Bay? Yeah, who's, get Salt Bay yeah. out there. They got fucking... Yeah. Um, like, we got Peter, Peter Luger is in the house. He's himself. He seasoned the meat. He seasoned it. Peter Luger's here. All right, go. I, I just feel like it's not fair to say that the yeah. only interesting thing they can do with the Shield is to have a... a a triple threat. Whether to feud with the new no, day. No, at some point they're going to reunite the shield, and there's money in that. I mean, it, people will pop for that. There's no question. I, I, I'm not saying that you have to be excited about it. I, I just think. All right, let me rephrase. The only interesting thing they could do to me would be to have a triple threat for big juicy steaks. All right. All right. Wait, what was your Hanuman? Was your, uh, Hanuman. Okay. That is terrible. The fact that you've seen a bunch of rich white people in San Francisco <laughs> with their tech money just singing Hanuman makes me sick. Yeah, you think they're not doing it in New York, too, Bell? It's worse over there. Yeah, yeah. Also, we, there's poor people here. All right. So Dean Ambrose is back. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, let's get into the. Uh, the Paul Heyman. Yeah, macing of Roman Reigns. I got worked. Yeah, I didn't think he. I thought he was ex- truly extending an olive branch to Roman that he wanted to be in his corner and help him out. I did not see the 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 macing. Well, he went for a pen, right? Because he was. I don't know what he went. He for. went. Uh, I don't think he went for a pen. He gave him like a letter. He's like, read he was this like, letter. oh, read, read this, this contract. And I felt like he was going to get like a pen. He's like, I'll give you a pen to sign it. That's what I thought. I don't think he no because he said like look it over later. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't saying let's sign it now. He's like, look that over later. Oh, and one more thing. It's like when you reach for change for a homeless person and then give him the finger instead. Yeah. He was like, oh, and one more thing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, that's the thing I do. When does that happen? Well, all the time. You actually do that? It's hilarious. I think that's like a dice joke. Not hilarious. I think that's an Andrew Dice Clay Not joke. Not hilarious. I don't it's really, I don't okay. really do that. I'm pretty sure that's an Andrew Dice Clay joke. I hope it is. So, but I'm just saying, he was reaching for something else. I don't think it needed to be a pen. I'm just like, oh, by the way, oh, and one more thing. Oh, I may see you in the face. Yeah, that. I mean, I loved it. The promo was great. Paul Heyman does what he does like no one else He's can. He's the best. The best he, of the best. Paul Heyman was just, he makes it personal, by the way. Like, that whole thing about, like, I knew your dad. I traveled yeah, with your said, dad. Yeah, he said, what did he say in Samoan? He said he, some phrase in yeah. Samoan. Yes, yes. I, no one People knows. reacted. I, w- I wish he said what it meant. We'll never know unless we have a Samoan call into right. the show. So he's, right, the promo was great, and it was like Roman. I, I mean, I didn't I didn't get worked in the sense that I thought that Roman was going to accept. But I did. I no didn't one thought ex- that. But, but, but here's my problem. With this thing, it's my big complaint with the whole Roman Brock storyline. Is so what happened here? I guess we don't fully know. Paul Heyman was swerving, was was right. working. Yeah. Roman, you're trying to make sense of wrestling. Right yeah, now. the thing is, we're gonna they get into don't dangerous know. territory. Right. They don't saying, know. This is what happened last time. Same thing when like 
when they, they handcuffed Roman and then he beat up a com- couple of U.S. Marshals. Like, it's off game. And then they're like, like they were fake U.S. Marshals. Right. The yeah. whole storyline they had going that was working, that was getting over, it got over on the WrestleMania lead up right. was that Brock doesn't care and Brock doesn't even think about Roman. Right. Now he's going to chicken shit heal him? Well, he's like, oh, I'm going to mace him and then beat him up? Why was Brock even there first off? Like, when he's there, it's a big deal. It's a go-home show. Right. So, but I'm saying is that, like, Brock beat the living shit out of Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah. He cracked him open. Why we need all even care about Roman, let alone... This is why why everyone hates Roman. There isn't an explanation for why he deserves to be in this match. And and if the story is that he actually is, like, underlying because of what happened at Saudi Arabia, and that he technically, like, he technically won, and he actually is threatened by Roman... Right. And, like, show that a little bit before the fact that, like, he's just going to recklessly spray him in the eyes, see that as some gift for his enemy that he didn't care about at all in the lead-up at all, who he never shows up to fight. Right. You know what I mean? It's bad writing. Yeah, it's bad. It's, and it's but all I, over I the place. I think they're going for the thing. Like, I think the whole point of what happened when the when, when the fence came down and the feet touched the ground was that Roman technically won and that Brock is somehow threatened by Well, that was an Roman. accident, right? That was an I actual think accident. I think he was supposed to spear him through the thing and, like, have... They thought Lesnar's feet would hit the floor first. They didn't think about, like, the logic of that. If he's on the cage, how is his feet going to touch? Yeah. Like, I think what was meant to happen is, like, he gets speared through the cage, but he's such a wins major on a oversight. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing over <laughs> Yeah, there. like, do you think about that? Like, because they... I remember specifically being like, it's whoever's feet... Hits, they right. say feet. They don't just say, like, whoever hits. Right. Because his back is, hit. But the thing is, if I were them, I would just say, yeah, the rules of this cage match, because it's Saudi yes. Arabia, the rules are a little different in their federation. Uh, what, it's the first person <laughs> to make contact. That requires forethought. If they were like, if they just said, if they were just like, fuck the rules, because wrestling throws their. Well, I like that they admitted that it was that Roman actually won. I didn't need but that. The, I think it would be so much better if they would just be like, yeah, the rules of this match. Lesnar touched the ground first. He's the winner. And and Roman said, well, in a rumble, it's the feet thing. Besides, I knocked him through that cage. He never would have won unless I knocked yeah. him through the cage. That's such a better angle to me than like, well, technically my feet hit right. the ground first. Well, and also, didn't we want to go into summer? Didn't you guys want to go? I feel disappointed that I was like, oh, cool. They're going to give it. it sim- similar to what I like about the whole like briefcase thing. You're like, oh, we're going to go into Mania or SummerSlam, and you're not going to know Paul Heyman's allegiance. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been good writing. Yeah. I think there's still ghosts of that. Because he's like, I'm going to give you the, the paper. Roman is like, like maybe he says to the Roman where Roman's like, all right, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. It's too like, sophisticated. You know what I mean? It's too right. sophisticated. Like, he tear it up at SummerSlam. Right, you know right, right. I mean? But, no, like, w- r- that yeah. would have been the good writing. And, and I think they just they set up this cool thing, and then they just, at the last minute, abandon it in favor of just, like, Generic heel stuff, right? Which they did last time. Which they, they, they always they, do. They were building something, and then they're like, "Ah, fuck this! Let's just get generic heel." Let's get a reaction they're now. They're like, "We got, right. we got Brock tonight." Like, so yeah. it's like, well, well they well, want reactions now. They don't want to wait for payoffs. They want yeah. the reaction in that moment. Like, imagine if this whole build was similar to the like. Well, I don't know. I guess it, it's such a weird story. It's all over the place because you're like, who is like, why? Maybe Roman can be like, "Yo, Lesnar, like, you're scared of me." But then Roman can't win because if he says I actually beat you, people boo him for that. They hate that. Right, right. Because it's like, dude, you got so many chances. Like, right. You know? I would call this unseasoned beef. Yeah. They just have <laughs> beef and beef and beef, and they're not putting some spice on it. They're just giving me the same old hamburger meat, and I'm tired of it. I have one. I have two notes from this week. One of my notes is about Roman Reigns. Right. I have the word here in my notes. Drowning. 
with a D. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, Roman yeah, yeah. Reigns mm. pronounces drowning heard, yeah. as drowning. Drowning. Multiple times. Yeah. Because he's stupid. Yeah, but that's not what <laughs> surprises me. I'm amazed he's able to get, like, when you look like that. It wasn't a slip of the tongue one time. It was a multiple time thing. I can't believe he pronounces all the other words right. Yeah, he's a real idiot. <laughs> That's I'm it. sick of this fucking numbskull. I'm sick of him. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, I want I, I, I just want Strowman and Brock. Remember suffering succotash? Oh, you who suck could forget? Suffering succotash. What was he talking I mean, about? He was, I don't know. I don't was know that the, the big He did show like he a did? Jack and the Beanstalk know. thing. Yeah, 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 he did yeah. something about like something about like you don't have the fucking. Let me tell you the story about the beans. No, that's he you. Also did a you're thing talking about like, yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about your palms. But I, I think that he also did a thing in the promo that, like, that thing where it's like, he, like, uh, uh, what's the Heyman was like, this is the lesson I learned from your father. He was yeah. like, he also taught me this. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was that. And it was like, he said, well, like, when the, the, the most dangerous people are people who are, like, desperate. Who are or drowning. Who are drowning, right? Yeah. And you are drowning. Oh, that's why he said it. And you're drowning. And like everything he also, says that, that, is boring. That line also made no sense. Like my dad said to watch out for sharks, but the most dangerous sharks are the ones that are drowning. No, they're not. That's the least dangerous type of shark. Yeah. Why I would his father? His it, father's a smart man. He would never say something that stupid. Yeah. It also. Yeah. Whatever. Roman is terrible. Yeah. I, Everyone's okay, saying that he got better. Right, Guess what? He's still terrible. I just want to make a comment about Heyman. Yeah. Heyman has a thing to me that is an extension of what makes Stephanie so special, which is he makes the the kayfabe world yeah. feel very real and like very he important. lives he lives the kayfabe yeah like it, it truly feels like paul Heyman is living wrestling top to bottom fully With full sincerity there's correct. no detachment correct there's nothing what ambrose have is like a lot of ironic detachment like oh this is stupid like right. oh, what are we doing here today fellas everything yeah. feels You're very important and very real to paul yes. Heyman. like the stakes are high yes. and he believes it and he's and he's sincerely in it like that's perfect character work because he's because he's living the gimmick, but yeah. almost no one has that. Yeah, it's very rare. The people who have it are the fucking best. But yeah. also, it's, Stephanie, it's, it's hard to do. It requires like I think Alexa kind of does it too. You know, full buy-in. Yeah, full. You you can't. The ironic detachment is the, the. There's a spectrum of that, and that's the thing that's so offensive because it's like I'm too cool for this. Heyman's not too cool for anything. He's fully engaged, and you have to risk kind of looking like an idiot. But sure. the payoff is way better. Well, what I'll say about about uh, I brought it up uh, some other week on this podcast. He is the best at looking pathetic. Like he could go from pathetic to empowered. In a second, but well, no one's a his face is very. It's a pathetic. He's a pathetic he a, creature. Yeah. yeah. So who wins that match? What? All right. Let, let's factor in the I briefcase. Mean, get the so Braun, Kevin Owens. I mean, who? Two questions. One. I have who picked wins the Roman, Roman match? every time, and I've been wrong every time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who? Who wins that match? And and then separately, who walks out with the strap? Right. I, this is actually people think it's pretty cut and dry. Like, oh, of course Roman's going to beat Brock. Yeah. Brock's not leaving with the belt. I think there's still some chance. At least twenty five percent that Brock walks out with his belt, and it's very interesting because there's four people whose names we could put in this in this sandbox yeah. right now: KO, Braun, Roman, or Brock. I think the one who is least likely to walk out with the belt is Roman Reigns. I would put him last, dead last. He and yeah. I don't think he's going to beat Brock either. I don't think they want him getting a clean win over Brock. If he does, it's with some bullshit, and then he'll get stripped, and someone else will walk out with the title, whether it be KO or Braun. Well, doesn't this start from, do you believe Brock is coming back or not? And I would just say, I do. I mean, every time he's left, he's come back. back. I think there's no reason to think he's not coming back, and so they're going to want him to go out strong. Strong, exactly. There's, and people that's are like, it. why do they want to protect Brock? I'm like, no, because he'll be back, And by the he's way. the money. Like, yeah, they protect the him because he's the main eventer. Right. I believe, uh, 
Roman has been cashed in on twice before. Yeah. I think he got cashed in by Ambrose and Sheamus. Am I wrong? And, and I think Seth, he, in a way. Well, yeah. With the with, with the chair shot? With WrestleMania 31. Oh, shit. With the Three greatest. Times? With the heights of the century. Uh, we were there. I forgot because I, I was trying to keep my erection down uh, <laughs> for a minute. But yeah, yeah no, so I love that. Sheamus oh, cashed in on him. my favorite wrestling moment of yeah. all time. That you just forgot about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The one that literally I made a viral stand-up <laughs> clip about it. Yeah, I love yeah, it oh, yeah, so yeah, much. yeah, that one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so Sheamus, so Seth, Sheamus, and Ambrose. No, Ambrose, Ambrose cashed in on Rollins, Rollins, who beat Roman, Roman clean, clean. And I like that. Yeah, with a pedigree. So everyone in the Shield is cashed in on each were, other. I think they were punishing each other. Roman because that's when I think yeah, he, got he got the steroids. Right, yeah, yeah. right. So that was, that was everyone in the Shield has pinned someone else in the Shield to win the belt. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, can I also can I correct something you said earlier, Dan? Seth pinned Roman. Uh, Ambr- Ambrose pinned Seth, and in that stupid tournament, uh, that was we all knew Roman was going. In, Roman pinned Ambrose so they, in a triangle. <clears throat> important point of clarification that I think should live on in the podcast: you did not make a viral stand-up clip. You made a stand-up clip, and we, the people, made it viral. Oh, okay. You're, want, are you one of the people? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. San Francisco rich guy, I uh, executive. It, I watched it at least three times. <laughs> okay, um, you you a great a great wrestling character. The San, San Francisco, Francisco rich executive, guy? No, tech bro. Tech. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tech bro is such a great. Well, I mean, they're that's the thing about they're they're missing out on so, like wrestling is so because it's like, in a bubble. A, that, it's in a bubble. That father thing know. was yeah. like so dated to me. It was like, they're in a bubble. It was like oh, they, like these roles of and people are like oh, it's progressive bullshit. Like like say that. that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like nothing. We could yeah like what these characters are all like I like that Heyman's like a throw like a throwback weasel. But we could have some new age. Why do we? We don't have a. There's no guy wearing a Bluetooth. <laughs> like, right. Not even. You know they what need I mean? some guy who takes like one of the scooters, like a lime, guys, my, to the ring. Way, right. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. What you mean. Wait. By the way, Bluetooth was my, what I meant. I was like, they're not with the times at all. They don't have any Bluetooths. <laughs> That's <laughs> what point. I said. That was it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's so many things to tap into. Yeah. People. I mean, they kind of have. Tyler Breeze being obsessed with selfies. That's a little current. Well, that character, like a millennial yeah, character. It. Yeah. I'm like, uh I was looking at like what like Eliza Schlesinger's doing for her like special. Yeah. And I was like, this is like better character work than what Breeze is doing. Guys, I you bring know? this up just because we're on it. And yeah. I think it's it's totally irrelevant, but also slightly relevant. Yeah. Did you read about the millennial couple that decided to bike around the world? They went on a bicycle trip around the world to prove what is that, that people. The San Francisco Tribune. Hang on, before you make jokes, front wait, page hold yourself. <laughs> Big news in San Fran: a couple bike drive. We don't give a shit about people biking in New Hang York. On. Yeah, this couple, millennial couple. The one of the guys is from like uh, Jersey, or they lived. I don't know where they. Yeah. Lived. They biked around the world to try to prove like they were like hipsters. They lived in a tiny house, yeah. whatever. They wanted to prove that all people love each other and that people are truly kind deep down. That was right. your thesis. Biking through Tajikistan and ISIS killed them. That's great. I love that. Wow. <laughs> I they have it on video. You love that? I don't love that they died, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I love that these fucking dipshits who are like, the world is, is full a, of love. It's like, no, out. the world is not full of love, man. The world. Cut out? No, we need Sarah to cut Chebs out of the podcast. I don't like ISIS. I fucking hate ISIS more than anything. They're my number one. They're Shebs my is number pro one. ISIS. I'm not pro ISIS. <laughs> first. I'm like, I love ISIS did something. Shebs is like, I love it. I'm totally on board. I'm just saying that's the, these are probably two of the most annoying fucking people with one of the most annoying theses. Their whole thing is that they don't hate ISIS. They're like, these are people too. 
you know, I'm going to show you that they're just like <laughs> us. They're not fucking like yeah. us. They hate us, and they're the worst. You know what's insane whoa, whoa, to me? You know, hang on. Get that Shanti off. Okay, okay, okay. You know what's insane to me? That you come to me first and say, I could be a great wrestling heel. You skip <laughs> over Jebs. No, I just said you'd be a great wrestling character. It would, Shebs would play that character. Yeah, I am. Right, that would makes sense. That. Now we're Shebs getting it. No, but Shebs has a good point. Like, it's almost like in Sa- the Sasha Marco and liberal character. Right, exactly. <laughs> they got what they deserved, what in a way. <laughs> the guy who talks about, he's like, when well, my wife's making love to other men, I sit outside, listen to a podcast, right. put on my noise-canceling headphones, yeah, and, like, I, and I hope she has a great time. They basically, they were acting like caricatures of, like, millennial liberals, and they got treated like, uh, you know, they got to welcome to the real yeah, world. Adults. It's like, you're going to be a caricature. Well, this, the it's world like, is yo, real. Like, some shit is just straight evil. Right. You're you, like, some stuff is the Joker. You're not going to you're not gonna give the Joker love. He's right. wired bad. Did you guys see uh, the When We Were Young, the Ben Stiller? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Those guys, wait, our sponsor of the show is When We Were Young with Ben Stiller and Adam Driver and Amanda Seyfried. But I feel like that's exactly what those ca- Adam Driver and Amanda Seyfried in that movie where like everything is so important. They're like living in an alternate universe that's not this one. And then right, sometimes you wake up and you walk down the street and somebody punches you in the face. Right. Yeah, I like that movie. That was a cool movie. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. to clarify, I'm not pro-ISIS, but I... I'm kind of tickled by the fact that these people got murdered. And I don't f- think you said anything we got to cut today so far, so good, I think good. we're good. In the first of a recurring series. Yo, by the series, way, at the end, uh, best of 2018, we're going to have all the chefs and everything you've cut out that <laughs> I've said on this podcast. Yeah, no, remember when you used to do the burn um, this place down. Jerry Springer blooper releases? <laughs> yeah. That's what we'll do. Like the Too Hot, too for, hot TV. for TV. I got news for you. If you're listening to this podcast, I've said plenty of shit that they edited out. <laughs> I go, I got to keep time marks. It's because you're a mean guy. But in the first of a recurring bully, series, became a bully. cow film picks. Dan's Cow Film Picks, yeah. When We Were Young, is the first, uh, first. Yeah, guys, that's my number one favorite <laughs> movie, okay? And that's what we watch. Okay, so, all right, let's move on to, uh, uh, right, who, who do you think walks out with the belt? That's what I want to hear. Oh, boy. These predictions have been fucking pointless. They're guys, pointless. check out another podcast if you're looking for predictions, but if you're looking to fucking have fun, I, if stay you, here, to baby. Me, Gabba, Gabba Wee. Yeah, I would, you gotta I would let say, finish the Gobble Weasel. Sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit another You're one. A, Give me another no, one. You interrupt me. I call you fucking Gobble Weasel. Okay? Give me another one. Gobble, Gobble Wee. You do one. I was just going to let it air out a little. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that breathe. <laughs> Gobble, Gobble Wee. It's like a woosa. It really helps you get it out. <laughs> sure. Okay. Woosa. I think KO is an interesting person to walk out with the belt yeah. because he can be trusted. Like you, right. It's a good guy to put the strap He's on. He's so good. He's I think best. Strowman is just interesting at this point. I, I would like to see that personally. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, to me, KO is a good plan B. Yeah, I, I I hope to God Roman walks out with that title. I just we need that to just happen. I mean, I just I want that. Just have Roman have the title, man. I mean, not that that's gonna. I I think all wrestlers think the cure for Roman is just like letting Roman run his course or whatever. It's like he's a virus that just needs to like let him run his course. You right. know what I mean? But uh, I, you know, I don't know. He, I I mean. I I don't I don't want Strowman to have the title for some reason. He's had the, Roman's had the title. No, Strowman. It wasn't cool. Yeah, no, Strowman. I mean, here's I guess here's what I think is going to happen, or maybe it's just what I want to happen. Yeah. This is what I this is how I see it playing out. KO wins the the briefcase. Yeah. KO walks out with the belt. Yeah. Strowman feuds with KO for a title run, and Roman inserts himself into it for a triple threat situation, and Roman wins the belt, 
in some sort of iteration of the feud between him and Strowman or him and KO. Yeah, there's a lot of cool options. That's the main thing is that this is cool because there's like a lot of options. Right. You know, uh, we have four potential guys who could walk out as the champion, right. and it's going to unfold as the night goes on. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I think we might be there. I don't know. Uh, the, the worst thing that they could do is have Roman clean win over Brock. And then no cash in. And then no cash in, yeah. But also, a Roman clean win over Brock is stupid. Because the money is Brock. Have him leave. Have him come I, back. I just want, I want Strowman to, like, toss Kevin Owens off of, like, the Titan Tron. Right. And then and lose. DQ. No, yeah. Kevin Owens and is, Kevin is Owens winning. Kevin winning. Hobbles in for a cash, and then we see a match of two fucking guys yeah. who are completely beat up. Right. I think the, the stipulation is key. The fact yeah. that KO could win anyway. We've never I seen a non-fresh cash in. We've never seen the cashier inner be not fresh. Be not fresh. Because it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> is that true. the cashy? The cashier, yeah. no, the, the, cash- the cashier, the cashier, the cashier. The cashier. The cashier. But not the cashier inner. No, not the no, cashier. Not the cashier. It's the cashier, um, and the cashier. Okay. Anyway, cashier. Uh, so, all right, let's move on to uh, smack it down quick. To talk about Smackdown coming back to Friday. Smack it down, smack down. It's on Friday. One billion deal on Fox, Fox, Fox. Smack it down, smack down, smack down on Fox, 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 smack down. Do the whole thing. Smack down. Yeah. Right now it's on Tuesdays and it's SmackDown Live, but it's moving to Fridays in October 2019. Fox SmackDown, know what I mean. Okay, all right. Great work right there. All right, I thought Carmella cut a great promo at the top of Raw. Really cool off this podcast. What? You really cooled off this podcast. Yeah, okay, should I bring us back? Two somehow? minutes of that song. Okay, sorry about that. Um, I needed a break. Uh, but yeah, so I th- I, Car- I'm a big Carmella mark. I know that. Uh, I listen to other podcasts and they shit on Carmella a lot, and I'm always like, oh, I feel I just like have a complete. Uh, I just think like that character. I think is really fun. Yeah, I think she's so obviously a heel to the point where she even annoys me sometimes. Yeah, where Alexa never annoys me. I'm always on Alexa's side fully. I'm always kind of in awe of how good Alexa right. can work the crowd. Like she's. She's just she's a better heel, right? Yeah, sometimes Carmella's just annoying where I'm like, oh, you laughed too many times. But I'm like, eh, this is heel heat, though. And, <laughs> and Carmella is, is a little bit worse of a performer. Yeah. I think that's clear. The thing that's w- what got tapped into this week that was awesome, which yeah. I never really thought about, is that Carme- they said it, that Carmella is like a throwback Divas yeah. champion. She's Not- a diva in a wi- in a women's division. Right, and she was like, fuck yeah, I am, and I think that's great. That really crystallizes uh, what she is. So, yeah, it, it, but by the way, I just want to say, we know there's a mole listening to this podcast. Right. My thing was that I said, I wanted James Ellsworth <laughs> to be carrying the butterfly <laughs> belt. I wanted uh, James yeah, Ellsworth yeah, yeah, to be yeah. the last diva. Right. Uh, right and right. I wanted that I wanted that incorporated into that universe. Sure. Okay? But yeah, like, Carmella, yeah, she's a diva, which is a great way to combat the fact that people complain that she can't work. She's like, I don't have to work. She's like, she literally was just like, I don't have, like, look at me. Yeah, goddamn, I'm a diva. Look at my fucking body. Yeah, she She was was really, like, 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 healing off about how she was hotter than them. Which is like, I loved it. You don't see in wrestling anymore. She was like, you guys are disgusting. But it's funny (laughs) if one of, I mean, they're also very attractive, They're all beautiful women. But it's just very, so it's very funny. To go to go to the gimmick, like I'm a heel well, because being a I mean think I'm girl. Right, like, being a mean girl like, is a fun thing. Yeah, she was body shaming them and like just like, even though it didn't make sense, it was just being mean. And yeah. it was really, it's a really fun angle to take because if you're the bad guy, that's like a that's a classic bad guy stance. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just, I love, I, I, th- I think Carmella walks out with the title because I think they're they keep having Becky and Charlotte tag because the match at Evolution will be Becky Charlotte versus Sasha and Bailey for the belt. It'll be the four horse women hmm. for the yeah, first well, ever women's belt. One that, that, horse in that race that deserves that belt. Right. You're a big Charlotte. Mark. Charlotte, huge Charlotte, Charlotte Mark. But also, that's just Her facts. Are so white. Well, no, they're they're, 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 they're fake. caps. They're yeah, she veneers. has like veneers. Yeah, they're veneers. But they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who has crazy white veneers? Yeah, Matt Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His I top teeth it. don't even look like I his love bottom teeth. He's all wrestling, to and me. they're yeah. so big. They're too big. He they're had a bad veneer. Big. Bad veneer guy. Um, I really hope they don't waste Charlotte at Evolution t- in a tag match. Against Sasha and Bailey, but that match could could like steal the show. You know what I mean? Like, it could. I'd ra- I don't know. I'm gonna go crazy ah, renegade. I barely show. forgot to talk about Ziggler because he was on here. I barely believe in this, but I somehow have a feeling that Becky's gonna win. Mm. Yeah, I know. I think I think it's a good. I think she they're gonna build. Do I just think they're gonna give it to her. Well, she look. She can work. She's like she's female. Um, why am I blanking? Uh, 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 I'm having a brain fart. Okay, well, wipe your brain ass. K.O. and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. She's female Sami Zayn to me. Uh, she's female Sami Zayn. Yeah, she's. They're both gingers. Well, well the, thing, the, the cool yeah. thing about Becky going—they're good into, workers who are less evolution. exciting than the other one. And, but and I like, think Zayn lack is a little going into evolution. She's a worker. Yeah. Right? So if the evolution pay per view is about women's work rate, right? You know what I mean? Well, of course, yeah, no, she deserves. A, it. But like, look, but here's the deal: the titles have to be defended at Evolution. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, why? But you can't put that, Charlotte. That Becky has to be the right. So ha- like, I think Becky could be the champ going into Evolution and have a great SmackDown Women's Championship yeah. match. Someone's got. Who's gonna fight Charmella? Uh, Carmella. Oh, wait, I'm giving my Queen Charmella. Charmella. Queen Charmella should Queen fight Charmella. Carmella. Well, and clearly like, there's gonna be a tag team Charlotte and Carmella someday. Of Charmella. Or Charmella. That great. actually, if Charlotte and Carmella had to team up for the tag, and like just Charlotte kept having to like tag her in reluctantly right. and stuff, and I would love that. And they're well, called Charmella. Charlotte is so good. And Char- their manager is Queen Charmella. That would be great. Well, their manager is Ellsworth. Now, dressed as Queen well, Charmella. No, then that. he'd be they wearing blackface. Yeah, That'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Cut uh, Queen Sarah, cut that out. Yeah. Why? <laughs> if he dressed like Queen Charmella, he'd be wearing blackface, and that would be terrible. There's, there's nothing wrong no, with saying Shebs that. Shebs is correcting my. my uh, uh okay I can't all right anyway okay Randy Orton lurking in the shadows love that love was it fucking awesome amazing I've never seen that angle in a wrestling show yo great camera work that was that was like sometimes you see something about wrestling and you go like yeah like why why aren't they exploring that that you're right it's beautiful and let He's me tell you something just taking the curtain like, just yeah, being a creep I'm like peak I'm doing my doing a little piece I'm doing the Orton on the mic he looked threatening he looked reptilian vampiric he looked vampiric he looked you know, it's something disgusting, reviling about him. You know, he's revolting. He's amazing. He's in, he's in an incredible zone right now. Couldn't be more happy with what Orton's doing in ring and out of ring. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's not getting fired, so fuck off with that take. It yeah. ain't happening. I feel like we... No, look, whatever, we're not going to get into the Orton dick thing, but I'll just say, he's like, not getting fired. everything... <laughs> part of the beauty of wrestling is that your real life... Factors into these of characters. Course, he's a right? perfect heel. So if he's doing things that are get are getting heel heat outside of the ring, it does help the character. That's amazing. That's undeniable. That's the Montreal screw job. That's Vince right. being Vince. There's nothing better than if a guy you're supposed to hate in the ring, you're supposed to hate him out of the ring. Right. That's when it becomes fucking perfect. The music when they're a face. There's three layers to this shit, and he's operating on all the layers. Right. I think the three of us can't be trusted on this subject because I feel like we look at Randy Orton the way like a couple of high school cheerleaders look at the quarterback on the football team. Yeah, like I, we're just hot for this guy. I think yeah, he's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, I can't, beautiful. I can't see straight. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, but I think yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, if I talk to him, I'm like, uh, what, what, what? And then I, I would actually know. grab. His well, dick first of all, yeah, I'd be by accident. I'd be Trump. talking to his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> he's enormous. He's a huge the guy's dude. a stud. The guy's a stud. Um, uh, one uh, thing. I mean, maybe last week he did say something about how like his indies, his uh, his coming up was like in front of a million people. You know, like that's how he got how he learned learned to wrestle. I thought that was a really cool angle, also. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so. Cool. I, I don't think Orton's even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think Orton's wrestling yet. Um, yeah, I don't think he's wrestling at the pay per view, but he's probably going to be involved. You know, he's probably going to. I mean, maybe do the thing he's really good at, which he's is got RKOing out of nowhere. Which is it's 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 people are like that's all he does. That that's all you need to do. That's all he needs. When you have something that good, I don't know. I'm such a. He's. A, I'm so excited for where he's at. I was kind of bummed that it was like, oh, he's getting heat where he might. Be fired There's or something. no chance it gets fired. Okay. Unless this is the tip of the iceberg and there's a lot worse shit than what's been reported. Something that frustrated me. Yeah. These Daniel Bryan Miz segments. Okay. okay. So they were really good. Okay. I think they were good. They were done really well. First off, one thing I know, Chebs, you will majorly agree with me. Yeah. Daniel Bryan was horrible. Yeah, he's boring. He was horrible. In these uh, confessionals, yeah, he's because he's not interesting. He's I don't know if you boring. call them confessionals if they're just yeah the to the yeah. camera interviews. Yeah. I mean, he they weren't to camera because he was reading. Right, 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 right. All right, and he was reading, but it's like, dude, it, whoever was over there, it was so fucking important to that story for that to feel real. Right, and he, you could see script. He's like, he's like, literally, he was like this. He was like. Uh, you know, and then I had the thought like I gotta walk off because I promised Vince that I wouldn't I wouldn't punch anybody. Right, I'd write out my contract, and you're like, like yo, fucking, I we all think we're all worked right now. Right. We believe you really hate Miss. Right, and that that moment you walked off, you were actually mad. We've right. all been let's call it work because I don't actually know the inner workings. That talking smack was actually a show where you could. Just speak just, your mind, just go, yeah. right? There were like it was there was a, it was like a show that, and that's why we kind of all liked about it, is that we all thought it was super loose, yeah. And there's definitely some at least some truth to that. Uh, we know people have worked on it who have told us that. So I'm saying, then Daniel wanted to come in and cut something that was so stiff about a feud that we, is so important, so that hot. I think could main event WrestleMania. I think so too. Come on, man! Just well, don't fuck. That was so bad. Here's the deal. I mean, it also looks so bad because it's intercut. With the Miz, who is incredible, yeah, he's on another. Le- he's a plus, and then you cut to Daniel Bryan. It's a fucking snooze fest. And the, what it boils down to is that he, da- he didn't need to be not a snooze. That's my thing. Daniel Bryan is trying. He, he doesn't as hard have as to he be. Can. He doesn't have to be the Miz. He doesn't have to entertain. The right. Miz is like. Uh, the Miz is like consummate a, a showman. rock level, like a rock style talent. He's a consummate showman. He's a stickman. He's an right? entertainer. He's a stickman. He, that's the whole beef is that he's a work guy. So Daniel Bryan doesn't have to be great, but he has to say stuff that feels genuine. He has to be believable. But here's right. the thing: he's well. Trying, the writing was super good. That's the other thing: the writing was great. He's trying to be believable. Right. He's trying to not be stiff. He's doing the best he can. And guess what, guys? It's like I've been saying my entire fucking life: his best isn't that good. Uh, yeah. He's if, B plus at know, best. Uh, that was the first time I was like, I felt angry watching, like, Daniel Bryan angered me. I was like, this dude, come on, man. Like, you gotta do I know better. you got a flight in an hour, but like, cancel the flight, get this right. Sit in that studio to he, get it right. Get he a could, director in there to have him do a good job. He it could was, sit there for three and a half weeks. Yeah. He's never going to get it right, man. I believe Look, he could do better than that. I Literally, don't. I could see him reading and be like, and then I went to the snack he bar. Just, he's, was, not, he's not charismatic of a talker. I, I don't want to totally absolve yeah. Daniel Bryan of responsibility here, but yeah. what if this is WWE's fault? No, like, it, what it, if there is real heat oh, they're and then you hand 
someone a script, and then he's working off the no, script. And I, he's not I bet that he ca- got it. Uh, I bet they were like, yo, we're about to tape. You, we just banged this out in 10 minutes. Sure. They might have been editing it during the fucking show. Who knows? For Who all knows? we know. That's how they do things. So I, I think that let's just give them a, uh, let's say let's say 60-40. Let's give the WB more. But if I'm him, I'm pushing back. Ziggler was in here this week. Dolph Ziggler. I could still smell champion. him in the booth. I could still smell the fucking cocoa butter. He or smells whatever. terrific. Yeah, I don't know what he had on his skin, but he looked great. But love his hair. He right said now. he was like you. He's like, there's things I fight for and I get in trouble for them. He's like, yeah. There's times where I'm like, no, I really. want We call that grabbing the brass he ring. Said, damn it. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Grab, we talked about grabbing the brass ring, and he was like, there's times I went for it and then I get in trouble. And I'm like, but you told me to go for it. We just got a spiel that right. we should all be going for it more. So we hear Stone. So I'm like, that's a moment where Daniel Bryan goes, I'm not leaving here until I feel like I got the way I feel about Miz on tape. Right. He's phoning right. it in a little. That's the problem. That felt he like not phoning, phoning it in. He lost me. He he better get me back because if he keeps doing his fucking now he to me now that moment I was like, you're a nostalgia act until you learn me earn me back. Right. He's not phoning it in though, guys. I got bad news. He's he's literally doing the best he's got, and that's the best he's got. They're handing him the perfect angle. This is the probably the best angle he could ever be in again. And he's fucking tanking it because he's just not that good. Meanwhile, Miz, the show's got picked up for season two already. Yeah. Everything is well, great. Also, have you guys watched it? No. Uh, one yeah, episode. I saw that. Well, she was eating truffles. It's pretty good. It's good. It's pretty, great. I love the I Miz. I mean, they have a great, I love they, the Miz. They have a great dynamic. I'm just saying yeah. the Miz is carrying this feud. Mm-hmm. The Miz is making it interesting. He's making it compelling. And Daniel Bryan's just, oh, we all love Daniel Bryan for whatever reason from the past. And he's just not good enough. Yeah. And at the end of the day, giving Daniel Bryan the win over Miz is the worst thing they could do. It's the most boring thing they could do. Yeah. If I, Daniel Bryan wins clean against Miz, it's a waste of I, everything. I might throw. I might throw something. This is a full. If Daniel Bryan wins, we riot moment if, for if, me. If 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 uh, if Miz wins clean, amazing. I'm, 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 then they could do something interesting for a change with Daniel so Bryan. It's so good for both of them. It's so much more interesting. Daniel, at the end of the day, Daniel Bryan doesn't have. That Mike stuff, he doesn't have that charisma stuff. Then I can get work. Because then he could be like, hey, I was phoning it in before. Right. Sure, let him say that. Then That'd he be could great. say that. And he could be like, yeah, I was reading those promos now. And he could throw the prompter. And then I could be like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah, that's I feel like amazing. He could benefit he, he's not going to do Brie. that. Maybe. He could benefit from anything other than himself. Brie? Yeah. Let's throw her uh, in the mix. She'll a be bit. involved she later can, down the line. I want Birdie. The mic, in the mix. She can work the mic a lot better than he yeah, can. You want I want Birdie. I want, you want Monroe Sky to, to, to feud with Birdie. Yeah, you want to take it to the Monroe Skies. I, exactly uh, what I want absolutely. to do. Absolutely. But look, I think you've said it before. You made the point, Dan. Daniel Bryan's not the work rate guy anymore, man. Maybe he still is. That's what he's got. But there's better wrestlers than Daniel Bryan right, right. now. There's a lot of them. We got KO. We got Zayn. We got AJ fucking Styles. Daniel Bryan is not the guy anymore. So he's got to figure out something else because just being Daniel Bryan is not enough anymore. Yeah. All right. Let's cover. Uh, so yeah, well, we all know how we feel about what uh, what what we want to happen there. Let's cover. All right. Two more things. One thing I want to talk about the Ziggler promo on Raw. I want to go back to Raw quick. I won't play the Raw song, but um, um, I thought Ziggler cut a great promo. We talked about it when Ziggler was in here. I thought it was a great promo. A couple things I really liked about him uh, about it is like first off there was a truth element, which is that like you guys all ditch me. Like you liked me when I was, you yep. liked me, and then when I was down, you none of you were there for me at all. Yep. And he's like, "So I don't like you now." I like that Cl- classic, but with him, very true. True promo, good. Yeah, it comes from a real place. Love it. 
I know he was disappointed in the way he, I wish I when he was in here he was like he thought he yelled it too much like he was like disappointed he was like that could have been better right it uh, was more cerebral and less just like a yelly guy I think actually that's because the crowd was giving him not a lot of juice right so then you lean harder he into that it up. and I don't think he should be mad at himself for that I think it, I thought it was still really, really good promo. promo yeah good promo I sent you a text the other day I feel like Ziggler's made big improvements on the mic yeah I think he's come a long way I mean look I I don't know him personally like you do though I did sit next to him at your wedding. Um, and I observed very closely what he took to eat for dinner because I wanted to know how those abs are getting so abdominally delicious. Yeah. But I do feel like whatever he's doing outside of the ring, improv, stand-up, whatever he's been up to, to me it is really helping him, and I think he's... I think he is significantly, noticeably better on the microphone today than just a couple of years ago. Yeah, he plugged Caroline's. Yeah, that? he plugged Caroline's. He was like, all right, well, Rollins not going to show up. It's cool. I'll just do a show at Caroline's this weekend. Great way to plug your own shit. It was very slick. I liked it. I like that. Uh, I also thought one thing that was really cool is that, and we talk about the Sean Diesel comparison. Yeah. I thought it was cool. We got some clarity on the McIntyre Mike uh, Ziggler's relationship, mm-hmm. which he was like, "This isn't just like a guy who walks me to the ring." Who's Jack? This guy fucking eggs me on. Yeah, that's what cool. he said. He eggs me on and pushes me to like be my best. Like he says, I, "This I, psychopath." This yeah, this pushes me. Yeah, yeah I can imagine these guys just like slapping each other in the face before in the they gym, go out uh, in the like, gym. They're yeah. lifting. I love it. Yeah, I love that. And then I asked him, I was like, yo, do you and Drew really feel that way? He was like, yes. I asked him that this week. I was like, do you, do you, are you both, like, pissed off at the guys who fucking... I was like, yo, when they panned to you guys when you were both, like, sprawled out, beat up at the end there, mm-hmm. and then they went to the Ambrose and Rollins, like, you see you guys... It's not that they look bad. It's just you guys look exceptional. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, the, I'm like, dude, there has to be some truth to all, man. He's like, yeah, McIntyre hates guys who don't work hard. How, love it. How can you not? When you, when you yeah. go to a Barry's class yeah. and you see the person... Person next to you not pushing it oh, that it makes hard. Me so angry! It drives we're me all on eight and they're like on three, just walking. because they're you're not, feeding not because off that tired, energy. Just like that's what I'm doing. That was I made a point earlier about like Rollins needing that motivation to go to CrossFit every day. Like to me, if you're uh, you know those guys that are working out super hard, you need to look around and find that motivation of like, look, the guy next to me has a better physique than I do. This is basically a competition. When you look around and you see. Bowling ball bellies, that sucks. Nobody wants that. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's uh, it, it's interesting. But he he his Ziggler's big point was like there aren't that many guys like that. He's like these guys are all working so hard. He's yeah, like, I'm sure. you don't even see how hard like Zack Ryder is working. I'm sure. You know what I mean? I'm sure. He's like these guys are animals and they're like fighting so hard to get on TV. I mean, Ryder looks incredible, right? I mean, yeah. What, um, all right, I feel bad for time, Mojo. Gotta go. What? I feel bad for Mojo. He I seems don't. to me to be No, no, I just I don't mean it that he deserves it. I'm just saying in the sense that he seems to be a guy who's working really hard who just doesn't have it. I kind of like his like this I I was saying I liked a lot of these heel runs he was doing. I they, they haven't been able to tap into it, but I, I there's something He's I He's too one-dimensional. It. He's just like a stomping bull, you know? I don't know. I feel like he you know, I feel like anyone can find it. I'm like I'm like a weird optimist like that where I'm like I feel like he can still figure it out. Like he's not a zero. I don't think he's going to figure it out on his own. I think he needs to yeah. be put in a He needs a, Gronk. He needs other people. He needs that Gronk energy. I mean, if you put him in a stable with more seasoned guys that could really carry him, let him let him you He know, can run pl- the football stable. I want to say one thing before I have to step out. Yeah. I don't know if this is a hot take or not. Yeah. I like the B team. I don't think it's a hot, no, take. A hot take. Not popular, but I, don't I love think him. Curtis. I think Curtis Axel's underrated. I, I think everything I, that he's been put I don't like in. Curtis I don't like Curtis Axel. Do you disagree with this point? 
He has like been given dad. a lot of weird spots, and he's been, yeah, his dad's cool. Yeah, his dad's <laughs> dad the best. There's no better gift than the towel flip. Oh my god, oh, yeah. one the of the greatest flip. gifts. Mr. Of all Perfect, time. fantastic. Still, anytime I see they, they last Raw, I think they just played a uh, <laughs> like the classic, just like scoring every ba- you know, like the, yeah. the 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 back the half court just like backwards shot, like oh, tough to overcome. So but I think he's yeah. been put in a lot of interesting <laughs> spots, and he's done I think pretty cool things with them. Like he's made something out of a lot of nothings, in my opinion. I think he's a lot of nothing. I like I like, I like Mojo Raleigh better than Curtis. I Harrison. like Bo Dallas a lot. I always think the, I always thought the Bo Leave thing had so had much. Legs. There's something he looked there, yeah. awesome yeah. in those suits. Yeah, he looks great in a suit. He has a very weird look to me that is if he interesting. Wears those suits, the Bo Leave thing is like if he had the Tony Robbins gimmick is yeah. so good. Yeah, and he was pulling it off. It needed more time. It needed the proper feud. He also needed a better look. He needed a better physique. He, yeah. He, well, his physique is bad, but he looks good when he's wearing the suits and stuff. If he has that look and he does that, and then when he wrestles, you see that his physique. But he's a heel. It's okay. I also not to nitpick. I don't really understand the one driving glove. I don't know what's that about. Oh, that's uh, I, I drive. It's just being. Bit. It's just like taking a stylistic choice just to take a choice. You know, just like yeah. let me have a thing. All right, we got to cover one thing. more thing before we go. Well, I have a, another note. Oh, all right. Well, then Arlen's I, probably got about no. It. Arlen, I was trying to get this note. One note. All right, note me. Huge week for the signature move. Oh, huge week. I love to see it. Um, Jeff Hardy. Beat Corbin. Cor- no, yeah, it was no. Well, Jeff Hardy beat who did he fight? Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, with a twist of fate. Twist of fate. Baron Corbin beat whatever dipshit he it, fought. Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze with, with the a deep, deep six. six. Yeah, these guys were finishing matches with their very strong moves that are signature moves, but not finishers. I love it because there's some really kick-ass signature moves. Seth Rollins's Falcon Arrow. Um, Sami Zayn with the blue thunder bomb. There's some really great. It's almost like they had a meeting and we're like, guys, we need to use these signature moves. Yeah, we gotta and make then everyone. Says, we gotta make them mean something, yeah. right? When a guy does a yeah. signature move and he goes for a pin, everyone's like, oh, that's he's not gonna win I love like that. Ziggler wins with a super kick. Sure. Well, Ziggler kind of has a, a different thing where he both are kind of his finisher. Yeah. Like he can also always- win with a famouser, I believe. I, I think that's the signature move at this yeah. point. At one point, it was the finisher. Now it's the signature move. The super kick is a finisher, yeah. as is the zigzag. But I'm just saying it's, it, it adds something to the product when there's more ways to win and that some guys are going to get pinned. Like, if you give a guy a huge superplex into a table and then you beat him with your signature move, I think that's great. Yeah. You don't need to hit him with your finisher. Every match doesn't need to end with the finisher or some stupid roll-up. Yeah, you know, like I- I- I like having other high power. I agree. Moves. We gotta get the last thing out because you didn't. We didn't get to talk about the AJ Joe feud. Do you have any thoughts on that before you go, Arlen? No, I only have one thought. I, I just want to tell the Cow Nation I have to leave now to go to business meetings. Oh but yeah. I will see you Saturday night at Caveat NYC. There's only two tickets left, maybe one. C- take pictures with Arlen. Yeah, you can take pictures with Arlen. You can see how much taller you are than him. It'll yeah. be a confidence boost. And how much less handsome you are than me. Yeah. I'm Bye-bye. the most handsome guy in this room. You can take pictures Used with Arlen, guys. If Go you on. come, it, all right. If you get your ticket today, you can get you can take pictures with Arlen's equity. There's <laughs> tons of equity. <laughs> you can take a picture with Arlen's stock options. So many come. options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, take it easy, Arlen. Okay, last thing we'll cover, and then we'll get out of here. Also, sure. AJ Styles. Yeah. So AJ came out, cut a promo. This AJ feud, Joe feud, has not really got off the ground for me. Um, I disagree. I'm excited for the match. I disagree. I think. The, the, I think, by the way, I will say, and I've been accused of this, but and you said it, is that a lot of times I don't like, I don't get as into the SmackDown things because it's after I've watched Raw, right? It's, that you're this burnt is out. The last segment of SmackDown where I'm tired from watching, right? 
So yeah, it's burnt out. It's yeah. a little burnt out. If this opened raw and it's AJ Joe and they're talking about they're getting personal yeah. in the way that I like, I probably would feel stronger about it. I think they're doing pretty good work. They are getting personal. The stuff that's coming out of Joe's mouth particularly is really great. Yeah, Joe's great. That he's saying that you know your family's rooting for me. They want you to lose. He read that letter, which I assume is fake. Like I don't <laughs> even think it's kayfabe from real. who? Wendy Styles. From Wendy Styles. Yeah. <laughs> is that his wife's last name? Styles. Yeah, unbelievable. I am more tickled by the fact that her first name is Wendy. Wait, AJ Styles' his na- real name is what? Like, uh, like uh, Alan James or something. Yeah, there's, like, there's, two, no there's, there's an AJ in there. <laughs> I actually don't know for sure that it's not Styles, but I yeah, imagine it, Styles it can't be a real name. I think Styles is, is fake, yeah. but his name is... We should look But through. what I'm saying is that I love the fact that if the, the family last name is... Is, well, uh, I think once you're a a wrestler, your kids sometimes take yeah, your no, name. Yeah, no, but I'm saying imagine if Alan Neil Jones. Okay. So his name is Alan Jones. Yeah, but it, if you're a wrestling wife, that means you assume the kayfabe last name of your husband. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. So Brandy we, Rhodes, she did it. That is true. She's Brandy Rhodes because yeah. you just take your oh, I never the last name that. and you take the fan. If you're, but I guess it, she was part of wrestling. That's kind of why I didn't even put that together. Yeah, I mean, are there look, any man, other wrestling? Wives? I'm sure there are. We just don't have them off, off top. I mean, I gave you Brandy Rhodes. I wrapped it up and delivered. You wanted an answer? I gave it. To that you. was great. That was amazing. That's okay. gotta be another one. I mean, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Mann. <laughs> What's her name? Yeah. Elizabeth Mann. Yeah. No, look, I, I, I don't think it's fair to say that the AJ Joe feud Elizabeth hasn't got off the ground. Man. I think it's been a pretty good feud. No, no, the feud. The match is, is going to be tremendous. Yeah. And the feud has been pretty good. You know, AJ has not been wrestling. He's taking it easy. Yeah, that's fine. They've been going easy on AJ. Take it easy, baby. Why not? Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, I'm fucking pumped for that match. Yeah, it's been a great. But match. I feel like the feud hasn't. It, like, I can't imagine Joe winning because because like it hasn't caught enough fire for Joe to win. Like, it's a big it's a big moment for Joe to win the title for me. I, I but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just obviously you only see it from your perspective. My perspective is like this stuff's really good, but they're not touching. They haven't touched. They yeah. didn't have one moment. Well, they did. Joe put him in a Kikina clutch. He choked him out today. Or, or, no, early uh, on, in the feud. Oh, okay. I don't remember when AJ came out. Oh, with the contract, with the contract signing. signing, right? Yeah. I love Joe specifically telling Paige, like, "Yo, you don't want me to be. You want me to be boring?" Yeah. There's a lot of interesting stuff in this feud. Yeah. No, I don't know I, what you're I talking like about. it all, yeah. but I'm not. I don't know. Do you feel vested in it? Here's why you don't feel. You're saying they don't have Paul Heyman. You're saying you don't feel vested because you don't. You're not. You don't think the outcome is up for grabs. I actually think it's because of wrestling fatigue. That, or that is what it is. I, I think it's directly because of that, because I'm a big AJ fan. Right. I love what Joe's doing. I think it's a thing where it's the last segment of SmackDown. Right, and, and it's tough. It's yeah. a lot. I think that Joe is not going to beat AJ for the same reason I don't think, I didn't think that Shinsuke was going to beat right. AJ, and I was one of the only people who predicted well, you that you think you're going to ride AJ to Mania? Well, that... that when you look at AJ Styles and you look at Shinsuke, right. one of these guys is the fucking champ, and one of these guys is more of a U.S. guy. He's not ready for the big belt. Same thing with Joe. He's great, but he's not great enough to beat AJ Styles and take that title into the big pay-per-views of Rumble right. and Mania. That's not Samoa Joe right now. Maybe yeah. it will be. AJ Styles is your guy. So all they got to do is just feed him credible threats. All right, Chevs, we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're I, done. I, I, we said, did I said my piece. We did it, but we're not done for the weekend of SummerSlam. No, I mean, we're just getting started. I mean, cheers up, my man. Cheers up. This weekend, Saturday night. The show you've been all been waiting for, Dolph Ziggler, the Intercontinental Champion, with the Intercontinental Championship. Dan Black, the champion of wrestling podcasting, will be there. That's right. I'll be there. It's good. Uh, it's uh, we got. Oh, 
bunch of marks on this show. Ton of marks. No one on this show is not a mark unless yeah. you don't consider. I consider Ziggler a mark. Ziggler's a mark. He loves the Absolutely. biz. Absolutely. He loves yeah, the yeah. biz. Absolutely. Saturday night at midnight. This is the fast lane. This is the last stop. This is the last time I'll be promoting this show on this podcast. Uh, midnight. We got a bunch of Jabroniacs coming already. Still some tickets available. Uh, but get them, get them quick. You can get them at caveat.com. NYC. Tell your marquee friends who are coming to town for Brooklyn. This is after NXT TakeOver. You got enough time. It's a hop, skip, and a jump from the Barclay Center on the Lower East Side. Two skips. It's a hop, two skips, and a jump. Hop, two skips, and a jump. That's Sh- producer Shapiro <laughs> letting me know exactly how many hops, how many skips, and how many jumps. Be there. Uh, I've been working out my set. Uh, set is bunch, tight. Bunch I've heard of, a lot of this material. It's tight, tight. You're gonna want to hear this material. I, love, I did a set last night for like. Uh, I, was, I was like, yeah, I gotta work out. Like, I gotta do a couple of these like new wrestling. Like, the, the couple of these jokes that I'm like, you know, I know these are too inside, but I just like have to say them out loud. Right? How do? How do? And the not, crowd wasn't even into. They weren't. They wouldn't even give me the LeBron joke. Like the the one oh, that went viral. They were so. <laughs> they were just like so anti wrestling. I had to be like, all right, well. No, so just to let you know how difficult this has been to work to do. That's true. Uh, uh, they, yeah, most crowds are down because they're like, this guy's a maniac. He loves wrestling, and they're yeah. down with it. But I got three shows tonight. Anyway, check it out. It's going to be a fucking really fun time. Uh, and you can pick up your official cow merchandise that we are rocking. It'll be in the promo pic today. Yeah, I'm wearing the, it right now. It's a great shirt. It feels great. It's nice and soft. You, the graphic like, would is you, kicking. Would you, uh, would you approve this as soft style? This is soft style, yeah. and I will say that whether you're a cow fan or wrestling fan, doesn't matter. This is the perfect stocking stuffer. Get them now for Christmas. Get them available. <laughs> yeah. People are going to want to feel this shirt on their bodies. It's beautiful. It's a work of art. Everyone should own one. Okay, great. Uh, also, a couple of other things I want to plug. I want to plug my, my buddy, uh, Wrestling For Sale. He's yeah. having a pop-up on Saturday. I mean, he's the best wrestling merch guy in the biz. Yeah, at, at biz. He's going to be at the show also if you want to say what up to Wrestling yeah. For Sale. My buddy... Uh, he, uh, Ted, he's going to be there. He's got that pop-up. It's at 3 p.m. Um, I forgot the place it's at. Doing an impromptu pro- plug for it. Well, you can just go to on Instagram, look at Wrestling for at sale. Wrestling for Sale. And he's got info there. It's, it's going to be an awesome shop. I've seen some of the pictures of the gear he has. This is like once-in-a-lifetime wrestling gear. Yeah. Uh, amazing shit. I think he has, like, for the first 10 people in line, there's, like, uh, like some exclusive stuff that only they're allowed to buy. If I you're one of the hounds of merch, you want to get to the Wrestling for Sale pop-up show. Yeah, cool. Uh, the other thing I want to plug is uh, Midnight on Friday. Um, if you're looking for some comedy, if you're looking for a, co- a great comedy wrestling show at UCB Theater, UCBW is putting on uh, Revengeance. Uh, which is uh, a re- it's re- it, I used to wrestle in it when I was here in New York. Yeah. You played a character named Muscles Marinara. Muscles Marinara. They're doing uh, at midnight at UCB Theater uh, Hell's Kitchen. They're doing a an awesome uh, comedy wrestling show uh, that's uh, really fun. Check that out if you're in the city and looking for fun shit to do. Check that out. Yeah, cool. Let- Letterman's the sponsor. Adam Letterman. Adam Shout Letterman, the sponsor. Letterman. Hey, he's a personal injury attorney uh, in New Jersey and New York. He's a jabroniac. He he will be with us he this will weekend. Be at, at he caveat. will be at the show at Caveat. Bring your uh, bring your <laughs> bring your legal matters. Bring your legal matters. Check it out. Okay, cool. Anyway, I think that's it. Shebs, anything you want to plug? You can follow me at Shabiro. That's S H E B I R O. If you have serious exam, listen to my real radio show Thursdays, four p.m. on Channel ninety nine, called the Raw Report. Um, and then, uh, yeah, if you are in New York and want to learn how to do sketch comedy from me, you can take my sketch class here at UCB. Sweet. 
Oh, the pop-up is at... I got this flyer, but it is at Blind Barber. It is at the Blind Bob Barber on East 10th Street. Cool. East, okay, good. So be in the village. Great. Hey, everybody, have a great SummerSlam. Uh, enjoy NXT. Fucking, this is, these are the weekends we live for, baby. We didn't even talk about how good NXT has been, but it's been great. I know. It's impossible to There's get NXT. There's too much wrestling. NXT's I have a plan. To, I, have a, I, got a plan I got plans post-SummerSlam, okay? Anybody, hey, everybody, enjoy SummerSlam. I'll and see, we'll see you at the show. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up. Cheers up. Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Thursday when I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.